Hey, moron! You talking to me? You talking to me? There seems to be no sign of intelligent life anywhere. Hello? <laughs> what an idiot! Well, what do you expect? I'm the movie moron. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Don't call me stupid. All right, to call you stupid would be an insult to stupid people. I've known sheep that could outwit you. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. <laughs> man, you are one pathetic loser. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> No, none taken. That is right. No offense taken. I am your host of the Movie Moron and the Movie Moron himself, Easton Moore. Am I not the captain of this ship? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then uh, we have with us, I'm trying to move everything. Uh, as always, is our practical co-host, Trevor. I'm still an old fat guy, right? Oh. Uh. That's not yeah. the one I meant to play. Is that your signature sound? <laughs> it changes. First I was a bad <laughs> first I was a bad wetter. Now I'm a fat old guy. Which I guess is fair. How old are you, Graham? Uh thirty seven now. Are you serious? Yeah. Looking good for my age, huh? You you are. I'm I'm frankly I'm impressed. <laughs> this is what was supposed to be twenty six. I'm an overweight middle aged man. Oh, yeah, that's also true. <laughs> if you've ever seen uh that's from Jumanji. It's Jumanji, yeah. yeah. What's middle age? Forty. Technically, yeah. Well, he's not forty. Don't I'm not worry. forty. Thirty. I mean, I'm basically forty. You're thirty-two. Did you say thirty-two? Yeah. I will leave right now. <laughs> Are you older than that? No, I'm younger. Twenty-eight. <laughs> I'm twenty-eight. Yeah. I knew it. <laughs> he knew it. He guessed it. <laughs> First try. <laughs> it was second try. Well, it's not like I said. Uh, listen, I you just said I'm not there yet, so I figured okay, well, maybe he's kind of maybe he's like thirty-two. Then you're like, no, I'm not even close to us. It's like, okay, he's 28. He's only two years older than us. Yeah. Or than me, yeah. at least. Yeah, I'm about to turn I know 26. Easton's, Easton's 18, so. Yeah. I just hang out with younger people. Easton just turned 18. <laughs> Easton started growing a beard like two days ago or something. Yeah. It's beautiful it's already. Nice and full. He did really well with that. I mean, he did good. He he was rubbing the oils on it and everything. Mm-hmm. He was rubbing them on there. He was getting them on there. He's getting them good. Much like watering a garden. You yeah, oil yeah you just got to oil it up with... Uh, uh, basically, you put Crisco on there. Uh <laughs> And be surprised what works. <laughs> and then, uh, what's that thing? What's the green? The thing? The what was the thing where they had the? It would grow the grow the green. You could grow oh, chia. Like chia, Bo- yeah, chia, yeah, pet, chia. Yeah, You could grow Bob Ross's fro. Right. You just put the chia pet stuff on there. Well, uh, also with us, the a guest, the guy that's uh, that's uh, me in the corner. I'm um, Johnny Blaze. He is not Johnny Blaze. He is Graham and a good friend of ours. Um, it's not and. My name. Johnny Blaze. Johnny Blaze. <laughs> yeah. Is that your... Uh, I'm sorry. Time to nut up or shut up. Oh, oh nice. Very nice. I That's like the my nicest sound. he's been to anybody with these sound bites. <laughs> what should my sound... What should my real... Oh, 
That's good though. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, if if you hadn't heard Graham on the podcast before, he is in two polar opposite movies <laughs> in the last duel in yeah. Moon Knight. Or not Moon Knight. Moon Knight. Moon Knight. <laughs> Moonfall. No, Moon that Knight was Moonfall. The, I think that was called Moon Knight, wasn't it? You were on Moonfall, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. We, I forgot, we, I yeah, forgot we, everything about that. We no, had I a was good in, old time on Moonfall. Moonfall. <laughs> Moonfall is the worst movie I've ever seen. It, yeah. Literally. I, so. I made him come see it just so we could he could show on the podcast. Legitimately the worst movie. Um, ever the moon is the moon is crashing into earth <laughs> the, okay anyway yeah yeah um but if you guys uh chinese land uh if you guys don't know anything about graham he is uh the artist of the podcast we say it on every episode at the end but uh he is the artist of the podcast uh he also has this beautiful art in the back oh, if you can see man. it yeah it's in the frame that's mm-hmm. that's real promotion right there mm-hmm. he that. did this art for me i like um, that one it's fun Yep, and uh, you can go follow his Twitter at uh, Graham and Folkwald. It's going to be hard to find, probably, because it's a weird name. It's it's in our description. Is that your we'll last name? No, <laughs> no. Yeah, that's my full last name. Folkwald. Yes, Folkwald. Yes, yes, indeed. Actually, people don't know that uh, the Folkwald thing is from a. Um, anyway, we'll talk about that. No, I want to know. You you got me curious now. It's no, he's, from, he's edging us out. I'm trying to. I'm trying to think. Uh, uh, Listen, we'll talk about it a different time. Okay, I can't Jeez. fully. I can't fully. Uh, the but, fin- the Finnisberg fragment. You can Google that, and you'll figure out what the Folkwald is. But it's just a thing that Tolkien translated when he was. Being oh, a, very cool. He was, okay, being, he was being a scholar when he was. It, it's part of a thing. It's yeah, part sure. of a thing for sure. Well, but people don't know that. People don't recognize. Yeah, that. and if fun. you guys like what this movie is about, if you've already seen it or know what it's about, this is literally what Graham does. Not literally what Graham does art for, but he does a lot of art around it. this yeah. this My stuff and a lot stuff. of history on it. So you can see a lot of really cool um, art, original art from Graham. Yeah. Uh, if you follow that Twitter, you can kind of see what he does. And you Check can also, uh, if you want to know a little bit of history behind every piece of art, you can also subscribe to his Gumroad oh, yeah. where you get like, it's like five bucks and you get like legitimate history pieces behind every single artwork. Yes, indeed. Um, price of a coffee. Doing work for you for yeah. the price of caffeine. One caffeine a month. <laughs> One caffeine unit. Yeah. In terms of playing life as an RPG. If you're playing life as an RPG like I am, and you're saying, I'm trying to max out my character and get a caffeine bits every day. <laughs> listen, you get to pay five bucks. You get good stuff. You gonna If you read it all, listen, read it all. You're going to get smarter. You're going to get a little smarter. Okay. Yeah. You're going to have stuff to say to your friends. They're going to think you're crazy just like me. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a lot of really cool just historical pieces. And uh, if you don't know what we're doing uh, yeah, for the movie, stuff. is The Northmen. So it's a, a Viking movie. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and so I asked Graham to be on because this is like legitimately right up his alley. I've been following his art for a long time. And for the past like year, I feel like he's been doing stuff in this uh, Nordic kind of traditions mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. that like, you know, I know basic stuff about it, but I like it. And uh, his art. And what he studies is like much more in depth than like what normal Hollywood shows us. And this movie specifically goes a little bit deeper than what most Hollywood would show. And he has a lot of, you know, he's going to give us a lot of interesting uh, little tidbits from all of his research that if you're anything like me, I missed a lot of it. He was kind of, you know, telling stuff throughout the movie like, um, yeah, which we'll, we'll get into, but uh, that's what we're doing. So uh, we're just going to do uh, the spoiler-free part of the review. So if you haven't seen it, kind of figure it out if you want to go watch it. Uh, that's what we're going to uh, kick off with. So general thoughts. Uh, okay, so 
I I don't know what to think of this movie. I I tech it's technically proficient. Very I mean not even proficient. It's it's very well crafted. I think every actor puts their whole heart and soul into it. Well, I think the music is a little more like uh it's like how uh, it so like we were talking a little bit earlier about how like so much of this is very traditional and like it actually does pull from historical mythological stories and things like that. I don't feel like the music does that. I'm not familiar with Nordic music. It does not. Yeah, I didn't think so. You're it's a lot, it's right. very movie-fied. The very, music is one of the things that is not uh, historically accurate. Yeah, though. it's. I mean, it's just drums and and men's voices, which yeah. which is testosterone filled. <laughs> so yeah, but it, that it make, was definitely it's definitely not period accurate. Right. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, so I I'm kind of in the boat of like I've been looking forward to recording this with you, Graham, because I came out of this like. Just from from somebody that has the idea of like, okay, I don't know any. I didn't know that this was. I so like to give you an example. I got done and I looked up. Is Amless supposed to be Beowulf? Because I thought he called yeah. himself Beowulf at the end. Yeah, and it I don't does, know that story either. It does sound like a lot of people call him uh, Beowulf. They're yeah. like throughout there are, the movie. There are, they are. There are, no, no. There are just parallels. I mean, if you watch this movie and you thought if you thought about Beowulf, I mean, there, there are. There's always parallels in these North, these these Norse. It just legitimately sounded like they were calling him Beowulf. It's, yeah, and when yeah. he inter- when he calls him by his full name, when he calls himself at the end, he says, "I am Amleth, something something." And then I saw, I thought I heard him say Beowulf, but then that's how I came to find out, like you said, because the whole time I kept thinking, I was like, "This is a lot like the Lion King," which is also based off Hamlet, yeah, right? <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Okay. and so uh, that makes sense. So yeah, and that was the other thing that was pulled up, but. Anyway, so that's I, I'm kind of in a state of conf- I didn't even I didn't even rank it on Letterbox. I'm in yeah. such a state of like you can I give don't it a know bad what rating. to think about this. I mean, if you didn't it's, if you didn't enjoy it, it'd be, it'd be, you can give it a bad rating. It is also very confusing. Like it's it's very like it's, uh, it's, it's, the thing about these movies that Robert Eggers makes is that they are confusing because I was going to say they're based we in, haven't even said the director yet. Uh, it's a Robert ba- Eggers uh, movie, which yeah, if you haven't I mean, seen anything, he does The Witch. <clears throat> And he also does the lighthouse, which are two like very yeah. mythological, heavy, yes. uh, pagan interpretation of certain things with yeah. the witch in terms of in terms of the way that uh, the lighthouse is. It's a, it's a little bit like that, but it, it's it, you know it's confusing to us because it's alien to us. We don't we don't really think in terms of those viewpoints. They're very dark. They're very like uh, earthy and gritty and strange, naturalistic. Uh, but anyway. I don't know. <laughs> no, it, it definitely, definitely they're, is. They're confusing. And when you read mythology, you are confused. I'm confused. That's fair. I'm confused when I read. But, but the thing about mythology is that it's so, it, it is so visually imaginative and, it, and it, it creates such an image in my mind that I'm so inspired to create by it. That's the whole point of the, a lot of what I do is that it's, it's so heavily inspired by mythological texts and, uh, s- stuff like that because it's so heavy and, uh, imagery but anyway yeah well what were your actual general thoughts on the movie itself my general thoughts on the yeah. movie uh it's hard to say about this movie i said that at the beginning or before we started it's, it's just hard to say my general thoughts because it's so the movie is, is it blew me away it was it was it's so incredible that, there, that it was even made by people in hollywood or whatever i mean i don't necessarily know too, i don't know too much about these people particularly individualistically or like who what they're like or who they are as a people but uh, to 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 bring in a uh, a scholar from Uppsala University in Sweden or, wh- or whatever it is the archaeological archaeological guy Neil I think it's Neil Price is his name they brought him in as a as a 
I read that they brought him in as a consultant for some of the stuff in the movie, and you can definitely tell that they were trying to they were tr- they were trying to do things that other other movie makers don't do. I mean, I think Robert Eggers has said that like this is one of the hardest movies he ever he he ever made or something like one really? of those difficult difficult things he ever filmed because i mean it's difficult it's difficult to film in iceland probably (laughs) the climate there is probably not very nice i mean to film people uh sailing in a boat or 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 whatever in in a very cold climate or or whatever i mean to film anything in a climate where you can't just drive a car down the road to next Mm. to somebody like you're not filming in la or whatever um I can imagine that it was probably was it probably was very difficult not just in terms of that but also in terms of trying to get things right because he really did he he really uh i mean not he, maybe not him but like the entire staff or whatever who worked on this movie the, the costume designers the uh directors of photography i mean whoever you want to say it seems like they all really bought into whatever the message that he was he was sending which is that they were trying to remain as historically accurate as they possibly could uh, which other movies just don't do they they don't care i mean you watch you watch these medieval movies or you watch a, a movie about vikings um and they're carrying around medieval swords which is not accurate, or, or, they're, or they're wearing medieval helmets, or they're wearing uh, uh, armor that's from the 1500s or something, which is completely yeah. bizarre, and like, it, it just, it takes you out of the movie because you know, movies can be great without that, but yeah. but it takes you out of the experience for me, personally, other people, maybe not, but for me personally, because I've looked into a lot of that stuff, and I know some of the things, I don't know everything about it, but uh, it, it just, it, it really creates a synchronicity for me, that is like, I don't know. It's it's like hitting a perfect. It's like hitting a perfect note in music or something, uh, where you hear it perfectly and you're like, wow. Or I don't know. It's interesting. But. Yeah. Well, I mean, like most people, they watch uh, any kind of historical movie, and all they care about is it looks old. So like, yeah. That so that that Dark does it and for me. and drab and gray. Yeah, I know old stuff as like just you know vikings wore helmets and armor and chain mail and leather and then mm-hmm. knights wore steel like there's no actual right. like nobody most people don't look into okay so these people were in france in this time period what exact style of armor did they wear during this time period compared to 200 years afterwards which for us that'd be like um assuming that everyone in 2020 wears the same clothes that they did in 1910 yeah like, they're wearing suits clothes, all day clothes 100 they, they change time like clothes change within 30 years yeah look uh, at me i look like a homeless person <laughs> I'm wearing schlub clothes not should have worn a suit i'm on camera i should have worn a suit right now to be in this to be in this here film that would have been funny because that'd be the one time trevor's not in a suit and then uh, right, uh, this, guy, suit. right. This guy over here. but i think like i think that's what most people think because they're like because the, the way history works now like you think of 20 years ago and like, oh, that's a completely different time period. Like everyone acted different. Things were so weird. But then when you like go farther back in history, you're just like, oh, there's no real difference between 400 to 500 years ago. But yeah. there's a complete cultural difference. There, there's, there's differences in it, w- and within, technology. within 50 year time. Yeah. Time, or, you know, one generation, basically. And that's 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 a good point about this movie is that it, it, it portrays a thought, a, a motivation that people don't fully understand fully grasp like complete complete obsession with um fulfilling a mission of vengeance or something right which is what think about this simple the simple well not not the simplicity of a life in that far back past but just like the simplicity of your motivation 
without all the distraction that we have in modern life. The simplicity of your motivation to seek this vengeance that you uh, promised in an initiation ritual, basically, <laughs> right. you know, an initiation ritual that made you a man or whatever, that, that deeply impacted your life that you're going to remember for the rest of your life. Yeah. This one event that you did. Oh, and I don't know. I don't know if we want to get into that deep, deeper detail. But Well, and yeah, I, I think there, there's I like that you bring that up because, I mean, this is in the trailer. There's the there's the whole his whole mission statement from when he's a kid is I I will kill you feel near I will save you mother I well, will I will avenge you father oh, I, will I will save you, father, you mother I will, I will kill, kill you feel yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and then I mean and like I, like I said in the trailer it cuts to his him as an adult and you could still it's very the look of determination hasn't changed in that yeah you know twenty fifteen twenty year period or however long it was right. Singular, singular motivated motivation or whatever. Uh, yeah, which, which, at the end of the day, this is a pretty simplistic film at its core. Mm-hmm. But everything it does around the movie is what makes it so good. Because I mean, like, it's extremely complex. Yeah, you, t- but but the reason that it's so simplistic is because it's done so well, brilliantly. Yeah, but I mean, there there are a billion different revenge movies because that's basically at the core of what this is. I don't think that's spoiling too much, and. Um, and that like there are some movies that just do it well, and, like off the top of my head, there's obviously John Wick, which is just like a simplistic revenge movie where everything else around it is like just perfect. Mm-hmm. And then in this, you have the same thing. It's just a very simple idea and plot, but they put so much historical context and uh, like driving characters, and uh, I think like scenery, cinematography helps a lot. It's beautiful um, scenery. Yeah. Um, beautiful place to film a movie. Yeah. And um, one thing I wanted to add on on just how, like, they the attention to detail on the historical ac- accuracies, which obviously there are a lot of, there are a few flaws in, like, it not being 100% accurate, but that's... Yeah, you can't. You can't be you perfect. Can. Yeah. yeah. But... Um, Unless you're some of these guys that I know. <laughs> yeah. That, online. Yeah, that these, guys could, these guys could probably do it, Ruthless. honestly. Um, Ruthless. But... Um, the thing is, is all of our movie, like most movies just try to be like, okay, this is old. Like, you know, it's old. That's like the, that's it. That's all they really care. Yeah. You can tell that it's old, Yeah. but this movie was really good and accurate. So it just shows that you can do that and still make a, I know this isn't like blockbuster cause it's a little bit different, but tell me you can't like, you can make this a much more simple, like action movie and still be still look really cool still shot really well still have some really good action that feels like semi-realistic but also still like you can make a gladiator troy uh braveheart whatever with like this kind of accuracy and like it just feels like studios don't try and the fact that they did yeah uh and the fact that they succeeded too like even the last movie we did not the last one the one before that last duel was close but like you could tell that they just like they kind of yeah, half-assed there's certain it. things that they didn't care about. Yeah, in and with when you as you get further and further along into medieval into the medieval period, it, it, it's much easier as you get further and further along to create things that are historically accurate because you get more and more historical record. You get you get uh, drawings and paintings and things like that. Whereas in the Viking Age, you've got archeo- <laughs> a lot of archaeological evidence, which archaeological yeah. papers are super annoying to read they're super drab and they're super frustrating i mean it's a scientific it's these scientific uh 
minds who they don't care about entertaining you. They're just saying, yeah, just hear the went, facts and yeah. this is what it is. We went to these coordinates. We dug this hole. We found this <laughs> object. We found an iron object. But then when you look and you see what iron object they found, it's like this incredibly beautiful sword. And it's like they didn't describe it as it is in any way unless you look up the picture that you found on the 37th page of the 677th article that you read. And it's like... Gotcha. They're just scientifically minded, which is fine. But you really need... You really need people like this who can bring that into reality for people because the hist- history of it is so beautiful. It and really it, is. Beautiful. And it also makes history more interesting to yeah. common people. There's a lot of really cool stories throughout history that are. Yeah, the, un- sto- the stories are another thing. I mean, the, these stories are beautiful. I mean, these stories are incredible. I mean, that's the that's the whole point, I guess. Yeah. And everyone just talks about like mythology. I mean, not uh, mythology, but like Greek mythology. Like that's the stories right. that everyone talks about. And it's like they're is a whole entire world of people that have history and I mean obviously well we know of we know of Norse mythology because we see Thor and we see Odin in Marvel but of course they they're they're they stay they they don't do anything true aside from giving Thor a hammer <laughs> other than that I mean and, and making, Odin, making and Odin a, being a god yeah and, o- and Odin being a guy with uh who has one blind eye <laughs> uh they do they do nothing in terms of uh accuracy uh, well, and those are comic book representations of those yeah, characters, not absolutely. necessarily. Absolutely. No, that's absolutely right. I mean, but I'm just saying uh, there, there are so many uh, beautiful and, and uh, stor- stories and, and sagas and wisdoms about from these characters in Norse mythology that no no one really knows. But no one knows what the Havamal is. No one knows what the Poetic Edda is. No one knows what the, the Norse sagas are. I mean, they, they just know, which is fine. It's fine. It's totally fine. But... Um, it's not fine. It's another thing Marvel's ruined. <laughs> no. It's sad. It, it is sad that that because that that's part of the thing is like um, it's part of the the problem with a lot of things. But anyway, I don't I don't want to get into the problems. Yeah. We're talking no, about okay. the movie. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the movie. Well, my general thoughts are I absolutely loved it. I mean, yeah. I was expecting quite a bit because I do really like. Uh, I I mean I'm pretty basic as in. I liked the Vikings TV show and like I had a lot of uh, like I just really enjoyed that and the history, quote unquote, what they showed there. And uh, I've always been a fan of the Viking idea and and all that. And then following Graham for the past year or whatever, showed me a lot of different history pieces of that of that time period. Um, And so I was I was intrigued for sure. Um, but I'm not a huge Robert. Like I, I think Robert Edgar is like a fantastic director however i don't always enjoy his movies um because i did not enjoy the lighthouse as good as it was um i just didn't enjoy it which i know that as a film guy that's supposed to be like a, a deadly sin not to like the lighthouse but it is what it is yeah yeah and then the witch i w- i i enjoyed i thought it was really good but it was also it was pretty st- like stale and it's at its core it was pretty stale i think the first time i watched the the witch for me was like um when I, the first first time I watched that, I was like, "Whoa!" That's kind of my reaction. I was just like, "Whoa!" I've never seen something like this before. Yeah, they, I, yeah they're I trying the to do the that they're trying as hard as they can to be historically accurate. That was I didn't know that that's what they were doing. But when I when I was watching, it, I was like, "This is unusual. Yeah. This is something I don't know that I've seen." I don't know when that when did that movie come out? It was like sixteen or so. Yeah, sixteen. I think so. so that yeah, so so would have been in, we would have been in college then, and I would have just been like figuring out like what what i was what i was really 
into about or whatever yeah. into yeah and that was one of those movies where i was just like whoa you know it's like and it is weird i mean it's weird everything all these movies are weird just because of, like we said it's yeah I, w- I was definitely taken back by by how like just the interpretation of the the witch trials uh the same witch trials and that kind yeah. of idea and then like he took a spin on it. I mean, we're not here to talk about the witch, but I did enjoy that. Talk about his movie, though. I mean, yeah, because he I did, did enjoy he, it. It was just a. It was just very st- like it's a very slow burn kind of movie, mm-hmm. and like uh, it's one of the movies where there's not really a lot that happens until the end. But there's there's a lot that happens, but it's it's just very subtle, and it's not Quick. like a boom, yeah. boom, boom, boom. That's kind of how the yeah. end of that movie goes. It's yeah, like boom, boom, boom. It's kind of like sta- you're just like slowly stacking the movie, and at the very end, it all just crumbles. And yeah, and, it's like a slow build, and you. You got this. The music is kind of like that in that movie too. It's like mm-hmm. it's like this very chilled out, yeah, uh, so, creepy thing. And then it, so I was the excited it for it because I because I know he's a good director. I've seen like him work well, even though the movies didn't necessarily hit like they weren't home runs for me. But I could still know like I knew he was a really good director. But this did just nail everything for me. I mean, the, <laughs> the it was like I. I thought it was accurate, but I don't know a shit ton. Like I just, it felt accurate. And then I had Graham kind of, we watched it together. So I had Graham kind of giving me nibbits to like say like, you know, just some historical pieces of, uh, of it. And I thought the action was, was a little over the top at times, but it was perfectly placed out where you got just enough action here and there to be like intrigued as just a, you know, movie watcher. But like, I didn't want the movie to be drowned out by like, ooh, these are Vikings. We need them like just brutally murdering and raping everybody. Like that's kind of like the general thought of the American version of Vikings. And I like I was glad that that's not what they stuck on. Like they didn't stick on like, okay, these are Vikings. We need to just show them going around pillaging and and murdering. Like they had that. They showed that, but it it wasn't the the focus of it. But. Yeah, right. It, it it gave you a view of their of their culture and their idea about things which is is what the whole uh, this whole like uh, odin odin worship Fre- freya yeah. worship like these different god god cult these uh different god cults that they're having in the movie yeah. and uh, it also showed you different vikings in different areas which is something that's not really yeah. been touched on um point. at least that i've seen in television or movies in terms it's, of the in terms of the main character going going to going to russia uh, yeah and cool. just yeah. uh and then another group going off to iceland which is where we end yeah. up in the movie in but iceland, like you can then, tell that like the like the way that we see viking or i have through movies it's all like vikings are in this place and they have feuds within each other but then there's also like this king of all the vikings or whatever and then and then they go as a group and go try to you know yeah. pillage and get a lot of money but this shows how diversified and how separate like they really were and how they all had their own kingdoms in different places well, and, and they mentioned harold of Denmark, right isn't he mentioned in this for a yeah. second yeah yeah in the in the fact that he he is the one who takes over the uh the kingdom that uh was it was fjolnir that killed yeah. his brother and he takes his kingdom after and, and right. the, the character says that he killed his brother for no reason right that yeah, was. Yeah. sorry this is a spoiler that's not a spoiler. Nah, whatever. Nah, I don't think that's a not, spoiler. Not, a, not for the movie, really. No, it's because that's fun. the main. I mean, that's the main. That's yeah. the main drive of the movie. There. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. You know what just hit me about the music? That yeah. hearts are. I have a question for you guys. I have oh a question God. for you guys. Uh, <laughs> ask me a beautiful question, please, um, baby. <laughs> so the movie is in English, and obviously they didn't speak English. 
I assume. Oh, no. Okay. Go for it. Did, I'm ready. They would have spoken some sort of ang- uh, like Anglo. Yeah. Anglo. Uh, Ger- I, Germanic, tr- uh, yeah. some sort I was of Germanic. a little disappointed that it was fully in English and how they semi integrated that language. Absolutely, they, spelled, kind of uh, they, they spoke um, because it was it made Old it more. Norse, I believe. Yeah, it made it more inconsistent because mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, obviously, like we're trying to be as accurate as possible, and like I also would have believed these. It would have been very difficult. It would have been impossible. It would have been almost impossible. I mean, it would have been very difficult. I mean, that's a very you could do it. I mean, there, there's people that can do it. Absolutely, who can who can. Uh, yeah. Give you give you what you need to talk about. Give, I give you the entire translation, absolutely yeah. in, in Old Norse or whatever. But it would have been so difficult for anybody to watch the movie and be like, it would have been way less marketable. First of all, which is, this movie is one of Robert Eggers' most marketable movies. It's one hundred percent his most it's, marketable. It's, yeah, be, but that's <laughs> that's just because it's not because of, it's not because of they wanted to make it marketable. It's because the Viking saw the Norse sagas are marketable. They're action packed. They're they're superheroes there's dragons there's yeah. there's uh people catching spears and throwing them back there's just zombies. like in the movie there's zombie there's draugr there's zombies there's i mean there's th- th- that's just the way the norse sagas yeah. are i mean th- there have not there is so much source material there that movie uh that creators could go to and create incredible movies just like robert eggers has done uh probably in, in, in even better ways and even cooler stories even more inch i mean the sagas are beautiful that's where we get all this uh, uh, poetic story tradition that we have in the Western world. Yeah, from from these Norse, English, whatever I mean, what, you know, whatever you want to say, uh, from these people in 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 that period, they were telling stories to each other for thousands of years. I mean, that's that's where you get all that from. And then the Christian scholars scholars put it down on paper, and that's the whole point. So, yeah, yeah, I the I music, mean, yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, I did. This did just hit me. There's a lot. So hearts are like a big part of this movie, like uh, just like physical hearts. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of like dun dun, dun dun, kind of like bass drummy kind of stuff that happened. I did appreciate just that stuff, tribal yeah. drumming. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and so especially in the beginning, because that's like one of the first things you hear is that like heartbeat pulse thing, and I was like, oh. And then, sure enough, like ten minutes later, there's something that involves in heart. But anyway, so I did appreciate that part. I know I was kind of harping on earlier, but not just Willem Dafoe's. Uh, <laughs> that's a great wizard egg. Willem Dafoe's character is great, by the way. I mean, yeah. that's, yeah. that's that's some that's awesome, right? There. I mean, that's awesome that they included that right there. I would. I, get, lo- I read something about how how. Uh, the, the the gesture in Hamlet is the skull that he holds up or whatever. Yeah, uh, uh, but in this movie he's he's Yonric. alive. Yonric. He's, al- he's he's alive. Mm-hmm. But then the irony of it is that he Yorick. It can, can, That's what it it's is. not a spoiler. Is it a spoiler if I say say what happens to the, that character? Willem the Dafoe's character. I wouldn't. I Willem wouldn't Dafoe's go into it. Don't go into it yet. Yeah, okay. I wouldn't go into it yet because you know what happens to Willem Dafoe's character later. Oh no! Did you realize that? Uh-uh. Yeah, yeah. We'll get into it later. We'll talk about oh, it. No. Oh, <laughs> Wait, I don't see. Think... I'm so confused. I don't know what happened. I don't, I don't think I'm we have scared too... of the movie. Oh, <laughs> I don't think we have too much more to talk about. Spoiler free. Uh, we do. We have everything to talk about. I just wish we would have seen more shirtless Skarsgård. Yeah, he's fucking buff in that movie. He's Sorry, shredded, uh, excuse my language. He's huge. He's getting yeah. big. Yeah. If you want to see a ginormous, nice though. Muscled out, bulked up, <laughs> grease. <laughs> then watch this first, podcast. First, watch the podcast. 
<laughs> and then you can watch this movie if if you want to see more of what Graham just displayed is, for us. It, it, you know, but you get to see the the oil off of the off oh, yeah. the breasts Sweat, and the, the oil, sweat, the oil like, off the brow, the grease. Ethan and I were talking ash. about it, and I was like, yeah, I mean, it, it. You know, the Vikings are always portrayed as these these big buff, strong, and it's like it makes sense if you think about it because. They're rowing all day long. Yeah, and then they go on, and they're and then they're fighting. Not all. just they're but fighting. rowing up river. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're they're rowing down these rivers, and then and then they get out of their boat, and they're fighting all day. Yeah, so it's like the, their entire life is uh is is it's geared combat. toward this warrior mentality, and yeah. that's one thing about this the understanding of of these like conceptions of of. Uh, your life or whatever that pe- people just don't understand. I mean, we can't we can't understand it. You can't yeah. understand being a warrior who goes into battle with a sword and a shield. Yeah, that's a different conception. And growing up your whole life like that's your purpose. Yeah. Because I mean, because we were talking about this too. And correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, like uh, the a lot of the places that that these Vikings lived, these Northmen or whatever, um, like you couldn't just be like they couldn't just be farmers. They couldn't just be cattle raisers or whatever to like produce for themselves they had to go and raid because the places were not very good for for farm i mean yeah. right Is you it- had to be you had to be able to be a farmer and also be ready to fight at any moment you know at the same time because somebody's going to come and steal your stuff if you know there's no there's no uh there's no police force running around <laughs> yeah uh, stopping people from stealing all your stuff and killing Wait, you and nobody caring about it especially if nobody cares about you i mean you know Somebody rolls into your territory, raids it, and kills you, and it's over. They burn all they burn all the stuff that you had, or whatever. I mean, all all the book, or, you know. That's the way a lot of Viking raids went, anyway. With especially with the Christians at that time, you roll into the monastery, you burn all the books, and it's over. So it's like uh, that's a lot. That's a lot yeah. of the reason why we've lost so much of the. Yeah. But I, anyway, that's a di- that's a different. <laughs> but I also like think they, that, yeah, I think they also did a good job of navigating between the paganism and and like. The Christian paganism and like how they kind of like interacted and like uh, mm-hmm. there's some like conversations between uh, like just how the Vikings would have perceived people of that different religion. Yeah, uh, how like well, the character says that the, the like uh, the one character with the nose cut off. He says that the uh, yeah, it was, it was due to the Christians or whatever. He says their their god is a is a god who is. Uh, <laughs> Uh, died on a tree. Who's dead? Oh on a, yeah, who's di- dead on a tree or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, I, I like how um, a lot of a lot of times, like our the way I'm told or like we are perceived the Vikings as in they just murder everybody that isn't a part of their religion. But that, in this case, it didn't seem like that was the, that was. It, it couldn't have been the case. Yeah, because they would have been taking those people as slaves, and then those people would have been those slaves would have been integrated into their society because yeah. they would have the. Uh, it, it's you know it's it's the way that slavery works in in the world. It's yeah. you, you take the slave and then the slave is integrated into your society and society <laughs> your sass <laughs> your society. It's very sus, but uh, it's very sus. But then you start having children with those people and then the those children they they take the same religion as their parents do. Yeah, and so and it, that's not the only way that Christianity spread. But I mean it's that like I was saying to East like I was saying to you is like yeah. um. A large part of converting to Christianity was probably very political. There was a lot of money. I mean, there was a lot of money behind uh, the missionaries who who came in and uh, <clears throat> were spreading the word or whatever and changing the religion of the people in the local areas. But what's important to note, I think, is that uh, people were pagan for thousands of years up until the point that they converted to Christianity. Yeah. <clears throat> thousands of years. Well, thousands those, of years. And those, I, mean, I mean, think about it. Yeah, and those like missionary-esque religions... Uh, 
like Christianity and like mm-hmm. uh, what's the other one? Uh, Islam. Yeah, spread so fast, like wildfire yeah. spread because they're missionary based religions. Yeah. yeah. Instead of uh, instead of Sir. like a lot of cultures that were like very homebred. Like, yeah, where like if you, you if you live in Israel, then you're Jewish. Yeah, and the, yeah. the, the the Norse pagans weren't uh, weren't weren't attempting to spread their religion necessarily. I don't think. No, no, they they were uh, like this is our this is, sorry this is what we believe. This is like yeah. our religion, and and they taught to that to their children and and upbrought it. And they obviously had their temples and their gods, which also in this they they do a really cool job of integrating, uh, like subtly showing the religion of. Yeah, of the Vikings. Uh, absolutely. Like, he told me like a really cool tidbit, which we'll could. get in later uh, about some of the gods. How they like, I didn't even notice it, and he was like, "Oh, this is very specific that they talked about this specific god at this time, and how yeah, he was worshipped at this time." Well, it's just yeah. like it's just like the Romans were like, or the Greeks. I mean, it's very cultic based on oh, we worship this particular. I mean, yeah. this family worship this worship this particular god over another because of uh, X, Y, and Z. Whatever might whatever reason might be coming out but that's just what we know of we don't know everything about it obviously but we know certain things yeah especially of the norse religion because it was so late whenever they were <clears throat> it was near i mean there were christian scholars and scribes writing things down at the time when the vikings were raiding people mm-hmm. i mean so they were saying okay you know this is what they we were getting a vibe from that so yeah well we've uh we've talked a lot um about just the whole entire pretty much area theme and how it's like uh, integrated well within this movie and mm-hmm. done well. Um, and we'll probably do a recommendations here in just a second. Um, Did we miss anything in terms of generalities? No, I but I, so. I I mean, I wanted to say the acting in this is pretty darn good. Um, yeah. Like Anna Taylor-Joy and uh, our main character, which is Skarsgård, Skarsgård one of the Skarsgård brothers. Yeah, and his brother, Alexander. yeah, his brother plays the villain, right? Oh, seriously? I didn't. I don't know. Yeah. Wait. I know his dad's a dune. <laughs> Those guys are good. Those guys are good actors. Yeah. <coughs> they do good jobs. Yeah. This guy, did a, this guy did a great is, job. Bjork is in this for Bjork like I was five definitely wrong. <laughs> what's funny is Bjork, Bjork I was is, definitely wrong. What's funny is Bjork is the Russian pagan priest, but she's Icelandic in real life. Oh, seriously? <laughs> B- Bjork is Icelandic, yes. Yeah, that's funny. And I assume she was. Oh, I guess that's spoilerish. Never mind. Yeah, there's spoilers. Don't don't talk about that. Don't do that. Yeah, don't even sorry. say but, that one word. But don't what I was going to say is... About it. Oh, sorry. They're going to spoil it for all the cool people. <laughs> the people don't want to know that. I'll leave. I'll leave. Just kidding. They want to know. Yeah. The the acting is pretty good. Ethan Hawke does a great job. William Dafoe does a really is good awesome. job. Ethan Hawke is great. Especially yes. the last scene that Ethan Hawke is in, he does a great job. Because yes. mm-hmm. it could be very cringy, but it's not yeah, at all. Yeah. It's <laughs> awesome. Real. Yeah. Brought tears to my eyes every time. Sweet. Yeah, because we watched this twice. like seven times. Yeah, we watched this twice. I'm we gonna cry it every day. I want to cry every day. I want to watch this movie. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but uh, the, the acting is really good. The cinematography is absolutely fantastic. You, you get to see things like I'm not gonna say it's Lord of the Rings, but I mean you get to see those kind of like huge landscapes of like natural, uh, yeah. natural landscapes that look beautiful. What they do with the silhouetting is just insane. Like just. All the silhouetting that's done and nighttime and things like that. And and you're watching the movie and you're still, you're getting everything. You're getting all of the visualization even when it's 
pitch black. You're lit by the moonlight yeah. or, or lava or whatever whatever the lighting might yeah. be. But the it's moonlight like, stuff was really cool. Yeah, it's like, man, I mean, they did such a... That's incredible. Yeah. To, this to movie also and achieve that. I mean, it also goes back and forth between some black and white and some color, which I thought was ama- like really, really cool. Let's do that? Yeah. When does it do that? It does it multiple times. Black and white and color? Like oh, it, you mean like, like it, it's, it's in like color, vi- but then it'll it'll randomly cut to a, a scene, like a whole entire scene that's just a black and white scene. Okay, so and you mean like when thing. he was talking to yeah. the priest? It was but, black yeah, and, and there's some yeah. other ones. There's there's a quite a few scenes that turn there's turn straight black and white. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's I it's supposed to be the night stuff, but She's like so hot. yeah, <laughs> sorry, I, no, agree. I have, I have absolutely. To, I have to no comment because my wife. Anyway, but no comment. Um, but. Yeah, the the acting was extremely well done by most people except for Nicole Kidman because we all hate her on this podcast. She's scary you guys looking. can't say anything. They, other. I, I made a comment to Easton. I was like, uh, she, there's like a close up on her face and like she's making all these facial expressions. Her cheeks aren't moving. They're oh, like plastic. Yeah, they're like yeah. static. And I'm like, it's scary looking. Yeah. That's, I mean, she's a, but she's a, uh, she did she did well. To me, she everybody did well in the movie. Like, well, I mean, Anya Taylor Joy, she she vacillates between. Uh, Slavic uh, Russian accent and like some I don't even know like it's hard to do whatever she was trying to do I'm yeah, sure yeah. but it, but it, it's like the accent is always difficult when you're thinking about like am I Russian or am I like am I, I don't know <laughs> yeah. it's just tough right but. yeah um, but I just want we usually talk about the acting and this was yeah. really well acted but uh, the, the majority of this <laughs> Most of this movie is is well done through uh, the directing, cinematography, and in the legit like like you you feel like you're in this time period. Yeah, and there's also like a so very cool. there's also a very small communal uh, piece through like the last like a, a big chunk of this movie is like a very small community. Yeah. After like you get like this huge <laughs> world, it pulls you into this small community, and like there's a real rich story within that. Yeah. And and it's really cool to see and the ball ga- the ball game uh, scene is especially cool that they included that I yeah mean, to 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 include that because the thing with the Viking ball game that they're 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 uh, showing there is that it's it's largely based on her Irish hurling which is a ancient sport uh, where you a stick and ball game where you're basically you could think about it like they have wooden wooden golf clubs and they're smacking a ball to get into a hole or whatever. Uh, with the with the Viking game, they know that they know that they played a game, but they don't know anything about the game aside from the fact that it could people would die when they're playing it because yeah. it was so violent. Yeah, which is the same with hurling, ancient hurling. But to 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 think about how close the Vikings uh, were, uh, at least interacting with the yeah the Irish and ha- uh, taking Irish slaves and Scottish slaves and stuff like that they they would have known what that game uh, what hurling was or I mean at least we know what hurling is uh, in terms of we know that it was an ancient sport too yeah. and, and we don't want to talk about the the, the modern movie, sport too but the movie implications of that but cool. the, the fact that they were able to just integrate something that was like they that's did been, so many things yeah that yeah were, the way that, that, that they incredible. were able to integrate something like that that's that was a game that was played they really in nine hundred yeah. BC. Yeah, 880. 880. 890-something 80 yeah, was yeah. on the movie. So set. the way that they were able to integrate that and like use it for a story piece, because they did use it to progress a story piece. They did. So the way that they were able to do that, just that essentially I mean, detail, it, it, because it, they could have done it in like a, a plenty of different ways that just would have been like standard action scenes, but they decided to do something they, really they cool. They decided by, like, to include something cultural like that. Yeah. You know, that, that 
is is difficult to even think about because it's like well we know that they did a game that was called this and it probably would have been similar to these other games and these other cultures that we've seen yeah so it's like okay let's bring that let's bring that knowledge into this thing and sort of incorporate that in and, and meld that together and then we'll have this little ball game that we have. I mean, it was it was just cool. And then they had... And that scene was cool also to see uh, the mountain from Game of Thrones, yeah. Hafthor Bjornsson, who's mm-hmm. also Icelandic, who was yeah. in the movie, which is... It's that cool really to cool. include people like that. I mean, it's cool to have guys like that. That dude's huge, but that dude's like 6'8", 300 pounds. Was he the guy in the like, boat toward the end? No. I don't know. He was just in the ball, in the fight, in the ball game scene. You remember? Oh, he was okay. the He was the main guy in the ball. He was the main... The really big guy. Sort okay. Of, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was just a big, big dumb oaf, basically. But, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's cool to see him in that movie because it's like, okay, well, this is an Icelandic guy. I mean, this guy's, you know, they're in Iceland. Yeah. Put that guy in the movie. It's cool. Yeah, it I mean, was he's really a, cool. Plus, he's a huge, cool character. And it fit have. really well he's for He's a huge, the, cool comic character to have in your movie, basically. And it fit, it fit really well for, the, for what they were trying to do. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, we're going to go ahead and just do our uh, Do You Recommend um, recommendations. And Absolutely then we'll not. go to the <laughs> spoiler part. Trevor, do you recommend? It's hard. Can you come back to me? Uh, I mean, it's going to be like 30 seconds, I but know. okay. I need, I need those 30 seconds. Uh, Graham? Here, I'll give a little bit of a caveat. With I recommend it. Um, Obviously, I recommend it. Go yeah. watch it. Go see it. Go check it out. No caveat. It's, it be, no just, caveat. Just, no caveat. Go check it out. Go yeah. see it. Because... It's, uh, it's 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 hard for a it's ultra respectful to the reality of, of listen you can go you can go watch this movie and know that you are getting something you're getting a lesson in history with this movie that's what i was about to say it's hard to go to a movie like a a, a non because this you is would, technically I would non-fiction never, i i could not tell you another movie to go to that would give you a more accurate history lesson of the viking period than this movie this is the greatest viking movie ever made Apps bar none, or, or, or really, show, or anything, any media ever. If you want to see something that's accurate, uh, depiction of Vikings and Viking culture and religion and and stuff like that, go watch the movie. You'll get it. You'll get a, a, a precursor. You'll be confused probably. Uh, you'll be scared by the brutalistic violence because that's just the way the world was at one time. But it's all but, very quick too. It's yeah, it's it not like they're not showing they're not showing you uh, fifty dudes getting their head cut off. I mean, it, it well, go, you know, they're showing you a few dudes getting their head cut off. Yeah, but, but it's, other but movies. It's also very I mean, quick. Listen, like yeah. I was telling Easton, yeah. the last the last duel, uh, we watched brutalistic violence in that movie for almost no. Re- I mean, we watched rape in that movie for almost no. Re- I mean, for no almost we didn't need to see that. We didn't basically. need to see it twice. You don't see that. You don't see that type of gratuitous. I don't think it's gratuitous. Is what I'm saying. People will describe it as gratuitous, but to me, it is. I agree. Probably, a- it's probably accurate because I've read so much of that stuff. Where and it's the, like, and the thing is, is it's not like it, it's not being gruesome to be gruesome. It's just th- there it's are battles, there are things that happen, mm. and so there is going to be cuts, limbs, blood. But it's not like okay, it's not like a horror movie where they're gonna like make you like force you to no. watch this one scene for twenty five seconds to see all the blood coming out of their pores. A, or whatever. a horror movie is, you know, if you watch a horror movie and you enjoyed it. You're, it's it, this is far less yeah uh, far less disgusting yeah, or, or or you know so, than that yeah especially especially like a movie like Midsummer or something like something in the similar vein like Norse type mythology like stuff yeah. like that like Midsummer is far more disturbing than this movie I, in terms of I mean I you see some similar themes because it's a similar idea Culture. but, but um, you're not gonna see anything that's that's uh, they're not trying to uh, Put the camera on the violence and say, hey, "Look at this! Look at it! Look at it! 
I want to make you uncomfortable. I want to exactly. make you squirm in your seat. That's yeah. not really the intention. Yeah. So I definitely recommend it. I do. <laughs> the second time we watched the movie, one, uh, there was a couple next to me that could not shut the fuck up the whole entire almost hour and a half of the movie until I was there. Was I sitting next to us? You, you, it was on the other side of you. Like okay, it was on so my, my left and you were on my right. Well, they were just kept talking. Oh, the whole time. I mean, like every <laughs> 22 seconds they were talking. And then I mean, they yeah, were, this maybe it's just like, so what the heck is going on? I, right I couldn't hear the specific words. All I could hear was, it wasn't whisper either. It was uh, like talking. I just couldn't hear. Yeah. And then, um, and then, like, on their phone texting, and then one time she Yikes. met eyes with me as I was like, "Yeah, Yikes!" Give them the stare. Yeah, like shut the fuck up, and they stopped. Well, you talking pay a lot of money that. for these movies nowadays, and I'm like, man. How, how, you paid like they paid. It was a sixteen dollar ticket because yeah, we were man. in Dolby, and then on top of that, they bought two drinks, popcorn, and some like. Food fifty dollar like, date. You yeah. spent fifty dollars to sit here and fucking talk in a dark room where you can't really hear each other and watch it. Like just watch the movie. Like yeah. if you want to, you can spend thirty dollars and go to a restaurant if you want to talk and buy food. Why in the world did you spend the extra twenty to thirty dollars to talk in a movie and ruin it for everyone else? I was totally out of the movie for the first think, hour. Yeah, I mean, it's sad because I think I th- uh, it's just so it's disappointing because I did I, like you said there were people who were like. Well, that was artsy, or that was um. Yeah, we we heard some of that you know, comments coming bizarre, out. Bizarre comment. People who are just kind of like I don't know. I don't want to say anything too derogatory about people, but it's like because I know that it's it's no. Uh, I, I what I what it is is I think this sad is a, to me, I think it's this sad. is a middle ground between people that watch like just normal blockbuster movies and people that watch stuff that's a little bit more. It's like, sad to me to see these people metaphoric who and, love, and visual and like weird so I mean, they, they they probably love uh going and watching a thor movie like they go watch thor ragnarok or they go watch whatever or they watch a i mean they see all these like derivative these norse derivative things and then they go and see the actual source material respective stuff and um they just are completely they, they don't even know they the, first of all they're confused by it second of all they're like they probably think it's fake or something when 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 in reality this movie <laughs> this is real this, yeah. this movie is probably you know the realest depiction of Vikings that has ever been made yeah legitimately like it really is aside from the fact that it was uh, once again it was gr- gray and dreary and drab uh, the color palette of course which it always is yeah but they include some more color than they usually do in terms of they at least uh, put it on their armor and on their shields yeah they at least and, did a little bit of their, more uh, because some of that, their clothing had I mean, some like real like the, these warriors color been, to it these warriors were flamboyantly colorful. I mean, they were. That was their whole. That was their whole life. I mean, their whole life was, you know. It, it's just think about it. Think about a professional athlete today and how ridiculously um, got to have the flashy shoes. Gaudy gotta have they their, are. Yeah, yeah, they wear their gold watches around. I mean, that's the way these guys were. Probably they yeah. they, they wore all the, the 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 gear and the stuff that they wanted because it was like I'm showing off. Like this could be the last day that I live when I go into battle or whatever. Yeah, I want to show. Is, like, yeah. look at all the stuff I've. I'm wearing the and most made. expensive stuff yeah. that I've ever I've ever gathered here. I mean, that's the whole point of the swords having the rings on the hilts and and and, and yeah, looking into that, gold, which is you know, cool. Anyway, but but um. Also, there was a couple that walked out about 15 minutes in and never came back. Is that right? I thought that was oh, hilarious. That's that's so depressing, man. I'm like, you don't even get to the good part. Like the first 40 minutes or 30 minutes maybe is a little weird. Like it's a really it's a little slow. You get kind of the weird Nordic like you're getting, visions. You're getting the and, intro. 
Yeah. yeah, but like once you get into the actual story, it's it progresses pretty decently. They walked out during so. that uh, during the initiate the first initiation, kind scene, of yeah, basically where they're drinking remember, the bone marrow. I don't yeah. drink. No, they made it past that. The, oh, okay, but I don't remember exactly where it was. I just remember they walked out, and I was like, just try to like if you feel like okay, this is really weird. I don't like it. Just try to get to like the meat of the movie. The reason it's and weird I think is you because, might like it. Oh man, it's it's just so sad to me to to think that because these people are probably. Those people are probably descendant from people who practiced this stuff that they're seeing in the movie or something similar to it. Like they, they probably had ancestors in the past a thousand years ago that, that are, it, you know, I know that doesn't matter to people, but to me, it makes sense to connect yourself to stuff like that because that's where you came from. Because think about how, how many thousands of years your ancestors lived in that area or did that to practice that particular, yeah. uh, practice that particular religion or whatever before yeah. before they became i mean i'm not i'm not uh, trying to uh down downplay uh the conversion to christianity of the of the northern european peoples but i'm just saying uh we're we're so frightened of all that that it's i know this is what is it what part we're not in the good part we're, listen i gotta shut up sorry <laughs> well i'll i'll just say i i, I recommend pee, it man. i think you should definitely try it um the the theater experience is good uh please I, watch it I, I would, I want you to go watch this in theaters because uh, this is a movie that's not a big Marvel movie or whatever, and like I want you guys to support stuff smaller like this because it needs to be supported. Please, but, uh, at the very least, watch it when it comes out to whatever streaming service because I do think is really. cool. I bet you this will be one of Robert Eggers' most highly grossing films. Probably, yeah. Just because of people who are so interested in, in that Viking stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so I I recommend but they're going to be watching. Yeah, it's it's really cool. There's no shaved there's no shaved sides of the heads in this one. Braided uh, braided men's hair and things like that. No, it's all very standard, uh, realistic. Yeah. Type. Well, Trevor, so I did we? I just thought of something actually while we were talking that you made me think of. I didn't care for the sound in this in terms of like the when people would talk, it sounded like everybody was like just very intensely whispering to each other. Okay. But other than that, anyway, just wanted to bring that up. Yeah, the, I do. I, I, they should have turned up the volume. There were some spots in the movie where it was really quiet. Yeah, I I do because you listener talking to you, you have listened to all of this information that I did not have access to when I went and saw it. So yes, we're gonna give you so much more too. Yes, yeah. after listening to the non spoiler, I would say yes, go see it. Yeah. One thing before, if you guys do come and come and watch this movie. If you guys do uh, watch this movie, um, when they say Russ, that is Russia. I did not know. <laughs> I didn't know yes. that either. Yeah. Kiev and Rus. That's, that's very important. You will see it on the screen and Proto you will have Russia. no idea kind of like what, like how anybody at. got yeah. there, why they're there, whatever. Grambling and Dover to me. You can only get a sense whenever you hear the dialogue at the end of the whole which, scene. Which most of us he's saying when, these slaves go to Kiev, these slaves go to Constantinople, yeah. those slaves go to... Those slaves might even make it to Iceland or something. They're so yeah. strong that they might... Because they're saying, okay, they're going to go so far that they might be strong yeah. enough to make but, it all the way to Iceland. But most of us, you know. including me, had no idea. And then Graham leaned over to me and said, oh, so these... these like, he just, like, randomly said, so this is actually a, a part in Russia or whatever. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that makes a lot more sense. And so, like, that was really cool to, like, yeah. get that little piece of information. And the clothing that they're wearing is also... When they're brought I, in, it's like the Slavic, yeah, the Slavic. I, I would have never have known. Shirts. This yeah. is all stuff that like <laughs> Graham's seen like a billion different yeah. articles and seen stuff from different places in the world. In this yeah, time just, period, seen, which, just seen stuff. Just really cool. Yeah. So like, 
that that's a little that is kind of an important piece that I that like you might want to know. Yeah, going because into he's it. gone. He's gone. So I mean, that's that's another parallel with the story of Amleth. Is that I think Amleth is sent away to England after he uh, he feigns madness because his father. Uh, it's the same sort of story in the story of Amleth, where his father is killed by his brother. You mean Hamlet? No, Am. It's well, the story of Amleth is it? Oh. Amleth, is, Amleth story. is this story. Yes, this is the story of Amleth, but this oh. story of Amleth is also based on another story of Amleth, oh. which is a, which is <laughs> okay. written by, okay. you know, uh, I don't know, translated by Saxo Grammaticus or something like that. Uh, but well, there's th- another bit of history or whatever that I did not know. But so. the, but the, that story of Amleth is, is what Hamlet is based on. Gotcha. And it's, I think it probably is a play on words. It's Amleth, Hamlet. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a 100%. anagram or whatever you want. Yeah, yeah for sure. So, we all recommend it with... I got to pee uh, so bad right now. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, Same. we're going to cut it to a break, so it's all right. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to cut it to a break. Uh, we all recommend it. Uh, I know, understand it's a little bit weird, uh, but there's some really cool pieces in there. It, it feels like you're kind of watching a historical piece, like a legit historical piece taken out of time, and you get to kind of watch it and experience it, too. Uh, and yep. there's, some really, there's some really cool cinematography, really cool shots. Uh, there's some really cool fight scenes in it. Um, it, it oh, yeah. Nonetheless, you get some cool fight scenes. If you're a man, you get to you oh, know, you're gonna like it. man out and uh, get to see some brutal if fighting. Liked, if you like Revenge of the Sith's uh, ending fight scene, you're going <laughs> to love this one. Damn it. I was going to bring that up. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there we go. That's a little bit of a spoiler. Lava, man. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, we're going to go ahead and cut it to break, and we'll be right back for the spoiler part of the review. I love you. <laughs> All right. We are back. We're back. After that, uh, we've returned. Short, we have, ooh, we getting something oh, extra. Yeah. Out of this. Voice uh, acting. After that uh, small uh, little break, and now we're just going to talk about spoilers. So if you guys have not seen the movie, um, then I mean you can keep listening if you want, but we're going to spoil everything for you. So um, yeah, let's just go ahead and start talking spoilers. So I lied to you guys. The you only, didn't watch the movie. The only reason, yeah, that's right. <laughs> No, the only reason I'm going to go back to see it again is just so I can see Ethan Hawk act like a dog on the ground <laughs> for 10 you, minutes. You not like Ethan Hawke? No, Hawk? I did. I, no, no, that's what I, he's saying is he liked it. Yeah. Oh, you like the dog acting? Yeah. Oh, oh, I get you. He sold it, man. Like, yeah. he, I mean, he was man, all about That was it. great. That could have been so cringy. See, there's so many things in this movie that, that could have just been, been really like, cringy. Oh, yeah. this is cringy. Yeah. But it was not cringy at all. It okay. was like, but maybe I'm, maybe I'm, uh, maybe I'm, yeah. so, maybe I've got rose tinted glasses on no when i was going into the movie i was like i was so ready for like ethan hawk and um ethan I'm, awesome. I'm always going to forget his name but our main characters the actor scarsgard scarsgard and and anna taylor joy and william <laughs> defoe those anna are the taylor joy <laughs> those are the people i was really excited for yeah and then william like, DeDrip. you weren't excited for bjork somebody called him william DeDrip i don't even know who the fuck bjork is so. bjork, she was icelandic bjork singer. is an icelandic babe but yeah. uh She's the she's the shaman. Yeah, yeah. No, I know who she is in the movie, but I didn't know no, who she don't. was before that. You don't know who she is in the movie. She was the don't, se- don't even say it. <laughs> she was the seer. No, she was the nude lady. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, there were nude ladies. You in know this? Who she was. I there was one. You got to see. And her name was Anya Taylor. You, you oh, see some Anna Taylor. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. What did they call some her? Anna ass? Somebody called yeah. her on Twitter today. What did they call her? Anna Taylor. Waifu? I don't remember what they called. <laughs> they, they called her something. <laughs> That's uh, pretty damn good. They said yeah. there was some guy who made a funny joke. He was like, uh, you made out with, he's like, you make out with your mom and then you bang your Anna Taylor waifu or something. <laughs> I don't know. It was, it was so bad. That, that it was, That's pretty know, I'm funny. I'm sorry. Actually. That's disrespectful. Yeah. But. 
So you know, I mean, to be honest, uh, my recommendation should have been you get to see Anna ass twice. So I mean, yeah, but. she's very cool. She's a very cool person. So, Graham's so, trying so, to mellow out my <laughs> toxic uh, masculinity so cool. speak here. Somebody tell me what happened to Willem Dafoe. Okay. Isn't she I mean, like Portuguese or something? <laughs> Anna Taylor Joy? I have no idea. She's like some bizarre. But yeah. William Defoe, yeah. I mean, he gets God. He gets killed. Yeah. And he's he's the William skull. Defoe. He's the skull that. Um, with yeah, the, the old, the oh, yeah. no he's kidding. The skull, yeah. That he's, old man uh, who brings that skull and like that's uh, does that like. His uh, name is Hamir in the movie, right? Yeah. It's something Hamir, like yeah. that. Because he calls him. He says, oh, yeah. it's Hamir. Yeah. So he's the one that gives him the vision or whatever to, yeah. to go and get the sword, yeah. the night sword. Um, so yeah, that's William Defoe. He had like kept him basically. That's the long white beard dude, right? Yeah. Okay. In the in well, the cave or whatever. He, yeah. And he's also that that shaman is also the one who was doing the the uh, ritual with him around the fire where they're all turning. They're all yeah, uh, so it, uh, yeah. howling the as wolves. wolves. Of yeah. rare. It's a, it's an Odin. It's, a, it's sort of an Odinistic cult ritual type thing with where they've interpreted it as that sort of thing because the he, the helm or the uh, headdress that he wears is seen often depicted in archaeological. Um, like on uh, the plates of helmets that they found, there's a there's a figure who is uh, he has two spears in one hand and a sword in the other, and he has a helmet that's like that where it's it has a uh, two horns on it, but they're depicted as uh, uh, ra- uh, ravens, I think, which is also connected to Odin because he has two ravens. Mm-hmm. So it's these two ravens that end in the terminals of the two horns on his helmet. Hmm. Which other than that, Vikings didn't have horned helmets. And that that wasn't that's not a thing. I mean, the horned helmets are from the Bronze Age, mm-hmm. so it's thousands of years before the Vikings. But anyway, there you go. Aside from that, aside from that, that's an int- that's 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 very interesting because I think that's probably a thing from the the uh, the scholars that they had as as advisors on the movie. You know, they're they're they're, yeah. they're getting their thing in there, and I think that's really cool that you know Robert Eggers probably yeah. just because was it like, would have been know, it would have been that. so much easier just to have like. You would have had much more appeal if you just like threw these guys in, and they have the like really cool like spiked helmets and and like yeah. studded leather that everyone's appealing. used to. Like, yeah, I hate everyone. that. Sh- I hate that fucking studded leather shit. I'm sorry, <laughs> I hate it. He, he I'm so, so tired. I'm so tired of seeing studded leather and just it's just it's just so unappealing and and, and it's also just unre- hideous like, to me. And it just doesn't logically make ever, sense. Why would you ever wear leather? It it's not going to stop you, a sword you, from anything. You can't move around. You can't run in it. If you're sweating in it, you're like, uh, like imagine sweating in a leather suit all day. Yeah. As far as like, is it wasn't leather it's mainly like, just like used Madonna. for like, uh, like warmth? Yeah. You know, leather might have been used for straps, belts, uh, horse harnesses, uh, yeah, ho- horse saddles, and things like that. But it would not have been used to wear as armor. I mean, maybe, maybe. There probably would have been cases of it, no matter were, what. But it's were like the wolf pelts. Was that is that accurate? Yeah, That's I mean the wolf the wolf pelts uh, are also depicted in um, the archeolo- the archaeological record when you see. Uh, I was just wondering because that was something that was pretty of, heavy uh, That's a bezer- at the That's beginning sort of, of this movie. A, the wolf pelts are sort of a berserker uh, related to berserkers, which is the the um, well, everybody knows. I guess everybody knows what the berserker like the the uh, warrior who's. Completely possessed by battle and is going insane. Which, on the and they and they like they show everything. that. That's what the, that's what that is though. That's the Odin. That's the Odin. The Odin cult. Like uh, all these people are all they're they're acting as wolves so that they can get hyped up or whatever. They may have even been taking hallucinogens or. I was about to say. I assume that was some kind sort of, the of case. natural amphetamine. They didn't show it, but or even I need, that was they the may case. have even been drinking uh, 
drinking before battle to to get sort of so hyped up when they go into battle. You know, stuff like that yeah. that yeah. might have been happening. But oh, that action sequence when they attack the village though is great. Very cool. Mm-hmm. It's very yeah, and and just because you go in expecting like when you see action sequences like that, battle sequences in movies now, there's so much happening all the time. Every frame is filled with battle, but we're just following or the uh Amleth around because it's only like seven guys or something like that, and it's a huge village. Yeah, it's a, it's a and it's so a um there's not going to be stuff happening the entire time. Yeah, it uh, it's the um, I'm trying to think of the name of it, it but it, there, there, there's just a um, well, that's the way it would have been with with the Vikings, especially is it's just a group of people, well, especially in the boat in in the in the Viking boats or anything, the, the, you would have just had your crew of people who probably would have been uh, related to you directly or distantly, like your cousins yeah. or yeah. your which is only like people, what twenty yeah. to forty people. But in, in this movie, yeah, exactly. So in this movie, it's not necessarily like that because he was taken in because of his. His situation that he was in, he was basically, you know, he had to, well, run, he ran he had to away. run away yeah. from we, home. We can talk about spoilers. So, yeah, yeah he, so, he so, had to leave so, and he yeah, just like his father he is, gets is taken murdered. in by this other group of Vikings. So I guess we could say, you know, his father is murdered by his brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fjolnir, right? Fjolnir yeah. murders. Uh, what's his father's name? I don't know. Darn. Um, that's a bad. I, I can't remember. I can spell Fjolnir for you. Oh, F J O L N I R. War Raven is his. Uh, War Raven. But Alvendil. 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 Something. Something like that. A U R V A N D I L. Alvendil. Alvendil. Yeah, he's. They call him the Raven King, right? Yeah, that's why I said it says Raven, the War Raven, King War Raven. It says King Alvendil War Raven. Yeah, very. Yeah, awesome name. Yeah. I want to have that name. I, I enjoyed the, the only one that's got a phone for this episode. Yeah. Well, I'm just I, uh, sort of looking at the things I was no, reading no, about. Our phones are the camera, so oh, <laughs> we, oh, we don't get access to our phones. Well, listen, I can be your, I can be helpful there, for you. Yeah, then. no, no, we, we appreciate it. But, um, wait, why did we say the king's name? I don't. Because oh, we were just saying that he was killed by his brother. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Yeah. Trying, Sorry, to, trying to bring about, the, trying to bring about the spoilerish plot. Uh, to people to, to yeah and i thought th- like i i had seen one trailer for this movie um and he that's dies it. in the trailer so uh, right yeah well in the one trailer i saw i did not see that his arrows in his neck and he's <laughs> on his knees i'm yeah. saying i the trailer i saw didn't i like i didn't i didn't want too much information so like Bro, i didn't sure. see I didn't much either. and so i wanted I, all the information i i literally thought this was lying. enough <laughs> You're lying. So, what? so it's really funny. I this movie is completely against what I thought it was going to be. I watched one trailer and I thought this movie was about a Viking that gets taken into a like English like country and like betrays the English and becomes the Northman that he like was like what he was born. So like he he leaves like he he's enslaved with the English or something. Yeah, but then like he ends up like being a part of society in the English and then he like. Like the Vikings come and he ends up like finding his heritage in the Vikings and you're way off on that, buddy. I hundred percent off. I was that's why I was thoroughly surprised by because this that's is cool. no idea. Like I was completely. That's cool. No, it's cool. To, it's cool though that you were like yeah. Because I was too. I was surprised. And I, mean, I was I expecting was Ethan Hawke to be the king that comes in and like shows mm. him like is the one attacking that city or whatever. So I was expecting a lot of Ethan Hawking. I was expecting a lot of William Defoe. I was expecting a lot of, uh, uh, and we did get a lot of Anna and Nicole. I was expecting a lot of them that too. Will, that William Defoe character is, is so genius. It really is. The, 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 the court jester. 
and who's also sort of a uh, a priest of, yeah, of yeah. Odin. Uh, yeah. It's so cool. Yeah. It's so cool just because he he has that illusion at the beginning even in in the uh, in the long haul where he's saying that the uh, the wife is uh, ha- has feelings for the brother there. Yes. He's ge- he's getting jest in that, that way. She's a slut. Yeah. And the the king is saying and she oh, is. A, yeah, of course she yeah, she is absolutely. Yeah. We don't really find that out until pretty far later on. Yeah, that she she's absolutely an evil woman. Yeah. Evil woman. You gonna make out? You gonna try to make out with your son like that? That's very disgusting. <laughs> that was fucking wild. And he, you know, and I was glad that this movie didn't do the thing where he's like persuaded by that because mm, it, okay, if it were if it were a genuine uh, Hollywood production where they're doing this thing where they're trying to subvert expectation, they would have had the son be like, "Oh, I love my mother," and he would start making out with her, and then they would have had some inbred relationship. That would be that would have been my expectation for like a Hollywood. But instead, he because murdered that was, her. Because uh, it just. But re- I like how it just listen, re- listen, he murdered her. Ooh. Okay. Anyway, Listening. but uh, it reminds oh. me of the Green Knight, where they were oh, no. trying to subvert your expectation by making the guy the the Green Knight home or the uh, not the Green the, the the guy who plays the main the character, main character the main character is homosexual yeah. basically, and they're or, or well you know he's disagree but he's okay. he's not homosexual but he he has a home he has a homoerotic. Uh, Event occurs in that movie where the the one of the character uh, characters kisses him on the lips, which is absolutely ridiculous and uh, unnecessary. But they do it in the movie because that's the way Hollywood d- goes. That's the way you make a movie if you're a vegan atheist <laughs> who made the, who was a, who made the movie. I'm sorry, this He's, is nobody made it this far into the podcast. No. He's a vegan atheist, <laughs> and I hate that movie and I hate that guy. Well, if you've listened to two of Graham's movies. Or movie reviews on this podcast. He, you've gotten to hear didn't his I Green Knight. I wanted to do the Green Knight, didn't I? Well, you wanted to like eight months after the movie came out. I'm sorry. When we, we were saw reviewing it. the Last Duel, you just went ahead and reviewed. Uh, uh, <laughs> what the fuck am I doing? Uh, <laughs> oh, everything's really classy. Technical difficulties. At least, dog, at least the dog still likes me. <laughs> That's, we all still like it. Don't worry. Sorry. Um. Anyway, I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to derail it. I just. <laughs> no, I am very expe- glad. It, my expectation, I'm, I'm, was was met and also exceeded by this no, movie. No, and it did subvert my expectation because I uh, like the whole entire movie's focus was revenge my father, save my mother, kill. Fiona. So I thought he was going to save his mother. And I thought happened. that was a part of <laughs> his goal, and to and to have that plot twist of his mom being a complete. Like, I I don't know I don't know if it's like a she just loved him or slut or just trying to it, survive as a slave. It was just sort of a what, Munchausen by proxy type. Yeah, thing. whatever because it was. She was at the beginning of the movie. We saw it twice. You can you can hear that she she was genuinely screaming when they were taking her away. No, she I mean, was laughing. So that was, yeah, no, and then she says that she was yeah, laughing yeah. after. The, but that's the thing about the 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 narration of the film and the and the the perspective that you're getting is that like are you getting an honest perspective of the story? So I think, I think uh, in the in the other st- in the story of Amleth or whatever, um, I think the I don't think the wife acts that way. I think she she's just convinced that the brother only killed her husband because he loves her or something. I don't know. Hmm. It's just this weird. There, there's a lot of weird. Yeah, and I and I really liked how they added that Nicole Kidman, her character. I can't remember her name off the top of my head. Um, but that she, uh, like, she states that she called out to, like, kill her son, too. 
So it yeah. shows that like yeah. ruthlessness and like detachment. Yeah, she was completely from, ruthless. like any real emotion. That was her all because to kill she her was son. a yeah. all because she was a slave and like she doesn't want to lose her her sense of power. Yeah, basically is kind of what I got from it. Yeah, yeah. she was very bizarre. So. On another note, can somebody tell me about the sword that he finds that he fights the drugger for? And is that a hallucination in his head when he fights the zombie? That's sort of that's sort of the point is that it, it's it's uh, debatable whether it's a real thing or, or a hallucination because yeah. that's the way that mythology kind of works. Is it's like is this a dream or is this a real event? Yeah, that I think occurred? that's kind of what it was going for. So is the sword like a legendary item kind of thing? Yes, yeah, or? absolutely. It's kind of like in a video game when you find your <laughs> you find your legendary sword or whatever. But uh, yeah, the so sword like, was a really cool part. The sword was a really cool part of the movie for sure. Yeah, so it's just kind of like a like a extremely strong steel crafted like weapon. Excalibur. It's an, of an, the it's Vikings an, it's an Anglo-Saxon ring ring hilted yeah. sword. But what was really cool about it, which he t- which he kind of uh, explained it to me, uh, Graham did that. Uh, so he they go and they he finds this and Graham could probably explain this better than I can. But he they In a barrow. Yeah, he goes uh, and is told a by burial. William Defoe's character where this thing is and gets the rope, and he goes to a, a, a Viking burial. Mm-hmm. That's what that was. Yeah, because I did not know. Or, or it was just it, it wasn't necessarily a Viking burial, but it was a, it was a burial of a of some sort of great warrior previ- who had previously gone to Iceland. If you're thinking about in terms of the movie, uh, it was a boat burial. Yeah. underground which they which have been found in the archaeological record is right. they br- they'll bring boats up onto shore they'll bury legendary kings or whatever in boats with all their uh accoutrements of battle their 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 shields and their weapons and their their um their swords you know, yeah. yeah their swords and, and also their their wine uh casks, uh, casks and things yeah. like that so and so i assume that that was like some that. sort of like great warrior in that history and like he had this sword yeah. crafted form from this like Yep. Whatever, and it's called the. They called it basically the Night Sword, which I think you looked up a little bit. Oh, because there's a chapter that called isn't it called the Night Sword Hunts or something like yeah. that? Yeah, Night Sword. Feeds. And and the whole thing is like, yeah, it's this very strong, like very well crafted steel sword. However, it can only be unsheathed uh, in, in moonlight. In moonlight, or in the or at the gates of hell. Yes, uh, or which there is was very cool. Or there was a spe- uh, uh, spe- uh, okay. speculative no. Stipulation mm. that if he pulls it, it, like releases the gates of hell, or basically, or something that like right? that. Okay. There was some weird that he says, but that's why he really like he pulls it out in the daylight uh, at at the gates of hell. And the, the, it the, was really funny is the guy was trying to pull it out. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. And he couldn't do it because. And I, at, you know, the first time I watched the movie, I was like. I didn't really catch that fully. I guess. Oh, really? Well, it's just it's just like I don't know. Just because about it. just like, well, eh. earlier in the movie, um, he was about to uh, he was about to kill someone else. He was about to kill Fiona. F- uh, and it was it was dawn. Yeah, he was yeah, about it, to kill Fiona. Literally, yeah. the sun had just peeked over the the. Uh, uh, the, the roosters were, were yes, cocooning. The, the roosters crowed, and then he tried to pull the sword out, and it wouldn't come out. Yeah. And he was about to kill Fiona, whatever his, na- his name After is. After he I had, can't had say the it. interaction with, with Anna Taylor-Joy's yeah. character, and Olga. he couldn't get it out, and so he had to like sprint out right away. Yeah. yeah. And then he hid the sword. I thought it was very yeah. cool how he hid it in the turf of the roof. Yes, I thought that, that was, cool. was a cool scene. Yeah. I, I I just like the way that they depicted the uh, yeah. the do, how the uh, they did great with the architectural yeah. representations in this do, movie. Do you like how they uh, basically just made um, our main character uh, Almir uh, Assassin's Creed? And do you like that part? 
Assassin's Creed? What do you mean? You don't remember saying that? What did I, I say? What, what, did I, what did you say? You in the middle of the theater when he was just walking around the roofs and everything and sneaking oh, around. Did I say like, it was Assassin's right. Creed? Yeah, yeah. That's because I, I probably had been playing Assassin the uh, the Assassin the Valhalla Assassin's Creed. Oh, you've game. been playing oh, it. Very cool. Yeah, be just because I I play it every once in a while. Just yeah. because it's one of the only games that is set in that that uh, I I want to play it. A, that area of the yeah. world. I want to play it too, but I just thought it would be like it's a, not in, a they don't stupid. have Iceland, but they, yeah. They, they, but anyways, you just said that, and I I couldn't stop thinking it about is funny it because yeah, he was climbing along the rooftops, and it's funny. But the rooftops are so low because yeah. you know they're just turf houses and well, yeah, long it halls. totally it totally made sense. But I could not stop thinking about <laughs> yeah Assassin's Creed sneaking around and I love and, that. I love that. I just I I love that whole I love that whole aspect of the of the film where it was at in Iceland it was very cool. So when he kills the 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 his half I well maybe he's not his half brother but his, the firstborn of Fjolnir when he kills his two friends and then that'd he arranges yeah, that'd be his half brother no yeah, not the first a, not the a, first brother. What do you mean the guy he kills the the, his, the, the older fir- brother the, because the. Uh, that's his Fjör, mother's. Fjörmer already had a son. Oh, the, that's his. That's his son that he already had. Yeah. Okay. But when Fjolnir. he killed, that's he was trying to protect the other son. He didn't want yeah. to kill the younger son. The younger son was because that was his brother. That, that was his yeah. half brother. Okay. He didn't want to kill that one. That, he, Absolutely. He protected in the he the Hurler game in the game. Yeah. Which is a really cool scene. Very cool. Yeah. Scene. I one hundred percent thought Hurler because that the, the the scene is so cool because it gives you a represent it gives you it it fully illustrates the character of that person. Is that he does not want that child to die, and and you see, it and he's throughout, willing to be so brutal it, that he kills the guy. Yeah, by and you see it throughout his, the you see it throughout the movie at the, oh. at the very first like war scene when they're pillaging that town, like he ruthlessly murders yeah um a bunch of people uh like all the soldiers, and then like you see him like look at the slaves and look at the children that are being torn away and put in the thing and like he knows what it's like, right? And, and he's a hundred percent like. I don't want this to happen, but I'm not in a position to be able to stop any of yeah, this. Right. And so, like, seeing the... Which I, I honestly think that's a little bit of a... Um, kind of a cultural thing that they had to throw in there to make it, like... What's that? The, the, just, just him, like, being that way. Like, we couldn't fully allow him to be a pillaging Viking. Because no, then... Because, they because probably, then we, well, like... Most people in our society couldn't think that he was a good well, person at all if because he did those bad things. So instead, if you think about it, there probably were people like that. Maybe, yeah. You know, I was just saying that. Like, I definitely feel like that was a product of our times. Being like, he, you have to see that he doesn't want the things to happen that are, and that like, um, he's he's separating himself from that just the culture savage because he what he, yeah he, he he you know to think about it, the way that he was born he was. He's well, he was born, a king. He's, he's born as a noble. Yeah, he's born as a he's king. A prince, yeah. He is separated from the brutalistic, like, you're going, you're the, uh, you're sort of the henchman. Yeah, but he also but sees he be- the brutality. Yeah, he becomes, he becomes that, and he, and, he, and he enters into that culture because he has to, he's forced to. Well, no, but, even but when he, he still was the ha- prince. He still has the, val- well, when he's, a, yeah, but like, he's not uh, going out and raiding villages as a, as a yeah, the, yeah, the, 100%, the, you know. Yeah. So before we get too far away and before I forget, my oh, question okay. was... <laughs> What's your question? When, when he kills his friends... What's his the, name? The, the guy's friends, and he arranges their body parts on the side of the wall. Was that significant? I, I feel like I've seen that image before. 
Well, we've seen it in 300, if that's what you're thinking of. Maybe that is what I'm it's thinking It's probably of. some sort of, uh, yeah, it's probably, some, I don't know if it was, I, I don't know was, the significance of it necessarily. I, uh, what I what I assumed it was is just desecration of the body. Desecration. Uh, just also just des- like he steals the of heart. Freya's temple, probably. Yeah, and he also tears okay. the heart out of uh, the son. The son, yeah. Which so the I, father was very concerned with. Yes. And so I think it was just that kind of significance. Like, it, there's a difference between killing and, like, degrading and, and like, mm, okay. stopping them, like, a... I don't, I don't know how true this is, but like maybe there's something about the Valhalla entrance, and so if you're doing this sort of thing right. to the body, like it's like that's kind of what I took well, yeah, from it. Yeah. Like then Ethan Hawke, King, totally sure. King Ethan Hawke was like not afraid to die, but like he was in battle. He just wanted to die and in so ba- it was battle. Like, yeah. Okay, this counts. <laughs> and see, and that's part of the that's part of the um, that's part of understanding the movie and the conception of what the reality might have been for those people and their and their men and like the way that they. Uh, felt about their life or like the way that they died it's not the same as you think now it's not i want to prolong my life i want to take my vitamins i want to take my pills i want to get my physical therapy so i can can prolong my life as long as possible i'm not taking my vitamins i'm taking nothing i'm drinking beer all day but um (laughs) drink a beer and doing uh, some drawings the uh but it's 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 a different it's a different conception of like what does what what is my life do i want to live a long life or do i want to live the life that's motivated well, it's a good life or whatever it might be so it's and, like, and and they also do a really good job of showing like uh the importance so of like uh your your fate is a very yeah. big thing that's that's brought oh, up yeah. in this movie okay. and that's an important thing is because you see a lot of this motif in the movie where there's a thread spinning mm-hmm. there's a lot of these things where a thread is spinning and that's a that's and they a very, bring it up a lot that's they a don't very, make it subtle i mean that's yeah. a very common motif in um yeah. uh the, and, the norse religion is is yeah. the, the the spinning of the, the spinning of the threads of fate mm. which is there's there's these uh the norns which are the these uh i think it's the witch these witches of fate which spin these threads the three greek witches yeah yeah. They spin the threads of fate, and uh, that's 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 just like a common recurrence, which is that you can never. And that was the thing about the uh, the uh, l- the. They included this thing where they they continuously show the the tree, the this uh, the family tr- this tree, line- yeah. lineage, this tree of lineage or whatever, which is the same, which would probably wouldn't have been conceptualized by the Norse religion, but that's that's a good way to show like these people who thought that they 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 did believe that they were related to Odin. They believe that they were yeah, yeah. they were related to the gods. Well, like, it's that was my father's father's father was Odin or you know whatever it might have been. I, that, I, I feel like felt. it's kind of similar how uh, the Christian belief all thinks of how we're descendants of Abraham. Like that's yeah, exactly that similar thing of like this is a a man of God or whatever. We're all descendants of this. Now, like there's a difference between man of God and God himself, but you know still yeah. And and they believed legitimately that they were descendants of great great men or great people in general yeah the stories that have been told about these people and that's sort of that's that's a that's a main theme throughout the movie is that and then you know when you have the twist at the end where you know he's he's uh he's gonna i mean he has descendants that he's yeah. gonna have yeah the they, talk about that uh i absolutely love the imagery of the tree of kings um i thought that was a great exactly. thing that they kept on moving back to um the first time you see it uh, was obviously when they were doing the dog st- dog stuff, and he touches the wound. Yeah, which very I thought cool. was a was a really cool scene, and then it's very visceral. And, mm-hmm, and then calling back to it uh, on the end, uh, uh, yeah, the well, end with Anna Taylor again. That was I yeah. thought that was the it's another wound again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I I just thought that was that was one of my favorite like reoccurring 
things that they yeah that was really cool i'm glad they did that visually and just uh uh just showing like how that culture i mean maybe i'm talking out of my ass here but talking like that culture like believes in their lineage and believes that like creating a better life and like he was like i need to secure my fam like my son and daughter like it was very visual on like the daughter too um like well, their, the daughter their has kingdom, the sword, the sword and, the, and, the, and yeah. the whatever. It was yeah. it was an acceptance of the responsibility of your of what you know is your fate. Exactly. Yeah. Which is which is which I so I thought even, was really good. Even if he rejects it, because doesn't he doesn't he say at first he does? Yeah. What well, and he says I, says I thought why I can't could reject it. He's like, why can't I do both? I'll go kill this guy and then I'll come back and raise my kids. Yeah. I think he may have been kind of just consoling. On the boat, he, sa- he, he says that he thought he could do both. Yeah. But he knows that he can't now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he okay. also know. But the, the, the reassurance that he will live on in his descendants is a, an important yeah. factor in the yeah. decision. Yeah. And Even I, and I loved. I loved. Uh, you guys, uh, and when when Skull, I was a kid, Skullguards, one thing, I just love the way that he portrayed all of that on like just the. No. Okay, I thought you were shaking your head like I said his name wrong. You did. Skullguard. Skullguard. <laughs> I'm reading it. No, you're good. Which you're is good. very bad. But uh, just very, very like a very fast uh, progression of his uh, uh, character devotions and goals between like it, it all happened very fast of of him like. He has a set goal. He's going to kill uh, the person that killed his father. And then he meets, meets Anna Taylor and like he falls still, in love. Still, like even though he's falling in love, he's still like, this is my goal and I'm going to do it anyways. But then mm-hmm. he realizes my father's already dead. The person that I love is going to die. I'm going to go ahead and give myself up so that she can live. And then he like decides that like my revenge isn't worth it. So I would rather live my life with this person than get the revenge. And then immediately after realizing the family, he's like, no, I need like this is my fate. And there's they a reason will, why I'm fated to do this, because I need to protect yeah, my children because they will die if I do. Yes, not it's, do it's, this. it's like just all of that was like so well, like so well done in just a short period of time. It was like a matter of 10 minutes yeah. of just the change of drive in our main character. Um, it portrayed did really well. There, yeah. yeah, that was a very fast part. Um, but it makes all done sense. really well. And that Valkyrie oh. scene was really cool. The Valkyrie scene is cool. I'll make I'll, the first, I'll the make first a, one. I'll make a note of the Valkyrie. People think that she has braces on. That is not the case. Oh, the um, there's there's an attestation in the archaeological record that the Viking some Vikings in Sweden during the Viking Age car, carved uh, um, carved ridges into their teeth for some reason. I'm not really sure why that was. It's it's a it's probably some sort of aesthetic thing that they were trying to do. I know in college that sharpened his teeth. That sounds yeah. very painful. They carved they carved these ridges into the top of their teeth. So so if you pause the if you pause the image on her face you pause and you the look movie. at it, if you pause the movie while it's playing in the theater, so just just go talk to the guy that runs the movie, which is nobody yeah. because it's just digital now and it's just a and that was probably set another recording, but it was probably another uh, input from some sort of professor from a university that they that's really cool. I to- I totally thought it was braces. It looked like braces to me. Yeah, it's yeah. it's not braces. It's um. It's it's these carved ridges in her teeth, and you can see it because they've they've they've. You yeah, can look it up no on wire. Line. It's just it's on yeah. each individual tooth. If I, yeah. if and you can knowing, also see the skeletons that they, they they found with the ridges on the teeth because the teeth that are preserved are are fairly. Uh, the people in the past had fairly good teeth, which oh, is good. and also an interesting uh, hmm. 
interesting fact. That, that is interesting. So they ate a lot of meat. I feel like I'm the only person in the world that yeah. did not care. Like I actually kind of thought it was not great image CGI, not CGI, but like these images of like when we see the island with boats, anything that involved open water, and then the scene with the Valkyrie, and the, then the scene at the end with Valhalla. The CGI just looked really the, like the open the, the open water was not very good. Uh, and neither was the very first scene where you're getting onto the island. Yeah. It seemed like a set piece. Yeah. It well, seemed very tragedy of Macbeth. Yeah. Like it seemed like a theatrical version of a, or like a cinematic movie version of a theatrical set. Yeah. And, uh, but it got away from that pretty quick. Yeah. Um, I didn't think the Valkyrie, I, I really like the Valkyrie stuff. However, I do see what you mean about the open water. Yeah. The open water, I thought did look pretty pretty rough yeah and, I, and maybe i'm just in the minority there but i feel like every review i've read on letterbox of like people i follow that have watched it they've all been like the cgi is incredible and i'm like i did not think it was that great i thought all the the volcano stuff volcano was stuff all, is good was yes. really fucking that. good yeah yeah um but the water was the one thing i i didn't i, I haven't seen anybody really talk about the cgi because it, there wasn't i don't think there was a whole lot that yeah, was right i agree but yeah, I, I guess maybe that's just a personal preference. Then I just didn't. Vibe well, think with about the, it. The uh, the, the zombie, quote unquote, was CGI, and that was really good. That was good. So, so I guess it's, when the day is done. Just the open, the open water, water stuff and the Valkyrie I, stuff for I, me. Okay, I totally agree. The open water stuff was rough. Yeah, it it, it looked it looked fa- it looked like a scene like they were like in a video game or something like from kind of 2015. Yeah. It seemed purposeful, but I don't know why. Right. That's the problem I have is like they obviously had the money for it to make it look better and I felt like th- they made it look a certain way for a certain reason but I don't know why. So I I didn't knock it too much. Gotcha. Okay. Just like I, I don't just, I was just curious. Just like I didn't knock like that. the tragedy of Macbeth like you it looks like a yeah, theatrical looks, set piece. Yeah, right. But like I really in- I really enjoyed a lot of the cinematography and and the f- <laughs> film of that stuff. So, right, I didn't knock it too much, and it was really only a couple scenes that had that open water stuff right. that made yeah, it look yeah. different. And and I feel like there is something like there is a purpose there, but I I just I just don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Okay, I was I just wanted to bring that up. Yeah, that's a good point. I like your shoe sock combination, <laughs> Graham. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. We got anything yeah, else? I, just, I don't have. Any, I don't. I don't have anything else to say about that CGI. I guess um, no, just anything as far as that goes. Um, it did. It just didn't bother me, just because of my. Um, uh, my just I'm just so. Uh, I don't know. I guess I'm just so infatuated with the whole uh, theme and yeah. aspect of the movie what, that I didn't once, really care uh, about. That. Once they made it but to I, land, I can see. I can see. I can see the point that you're making about the CGI, where the Valkyrie was was uh, headed towards some uh, shining gates. I like uh, that part, sky, which is um. You know, you know, I, I don't know. Tristan, Tristan, I don't want to talk too much about Tristan. She's not here, unfortunately. Uh, but she had no idea that, that was Valkyrie. She oh, was really? very confused. She was <laughs> like, "We haven't seen this character. What the like? What is, <laughs> what is happening? What is happening?" <laughs> That's um, that sure was she, clever, though. When they, I mean, when I'm sure, the next, I'm the, sure the most people are like that. It yeah. was clever that the next thing is Hot Springs, and he's like, "Is this Valhalla?" She's like. No, I didn't carry you that yeah, far. Yeah. That, <laughs> was good, the, that was the joke. that was the one one liner in the movie. Right. And it was really good. It's yeah. a good little joke. It is. Yep. I enjoyed it. Because it felt natural. Enjoyed That's it like quite a bit. And then they get jiggy in a hot tub. Hey, it's great. The last time they Iceland, get jiggy, so. Iceland is a beautiful place. Yeah. Uh, did we, did was, we make a? Mil- I was one hundred percent thinking. Imagine having like imagine having sex in this beautiful 
beautiful oh, landscape. Oh, there's this waterfall behind with you. Yeah. Oh. No, right. Nobody within yeah. 100, 100 miles, miles of you. You're like, absolutely making twins. You're absolutely going to be having twins after that. I mean, that was the whole point right there, right? That's the whole point. That's right. That's right. You're absolutely going to be having twins because you're basically the manliest man ever. And also, this is the most, be- this is the most beautiful place on earth or whatever. Um, and you're with Anya Taylor. Joy, and you're with, I mean. a, you're with a beautiful uh, woman. So there you go. What we were gonna talk, we were gonna say a little bit more about something that was a spoiler, weren't we? I think we. That usually not. happens. We were was gonna we were gonna talk about uh, we Willem Dafoe's character, the which we the did. Willem the Dafoe, we did we did talk about we Willem did. Dafoe's it was just we was the, we talked about it. He, yeah. Hamir was the yeah was yeah we the, talked uh, about that the head, which was a brilliant sort of move by Robert Eggers to make him the the uh, head, sort of referencing Hamlet in terms of. The the jester is the skull that Hamlet holds, right? And and then the 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 head that the uh, priest is holding in the movie is yeah the skull of the jet or the head of the jester. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a, it's I will sort of say a brilliant move. I will go ahead and talk now and forever hold my peace about the things that I don't like about the movie. Oh, here it's we go. Not a lot. Say it. Say Which, it. Because someone was coming after you on Twitter. Right? The you music. were like. This is the best movie I've seen. And they're like, just, why did you give it a five star? Yeah, he just... Uh, and, give him and, a four? I get a... Well, we're not into that yet. So we don't know if it's a four or a five for me. We're or not a four into and a half. that? Yeah. No, that's, we rate him at the very end. end. I bet yeah, we rate him at the very end. I bet one. How about you I always a forget one. the format. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Sorry. Graham's listened to a lot of podcasts and he still forgets what the format is. I do. I have listened to quite a few. I, I know. That's what I'm saying. Um, but my quarrels with the movie... Um, Your squirrels with the movie? Quarrels. Oh. The squirrels he has. Um, were one the fact that he cut his hair? He looked so much better with the long hair. Agreed. It was very, very tragic that we saw him with short hair. He looked like a slave. Long hair is an aristocratic thing. I understand the historical significance. Seriously? Yes, and, I'm, and I, oh. I, I, I totally got why they did it, and it made sense. It just sucked because he looked so fucking dope with the long hair. But I get it. Not that big of a thing. I'm I'm leading up to the bigger things. Second was Nicole Kidman. I did not like her at all. I I didn't like her character. I didn't think she acted <laughs> that well. I don't like her as a person either or an actor. I don't and like that's her at always all. Gonna, it that's just made it worse. It. So it just made it worse. It's yeah. just like heartbreak feels good in a place like this. fuck off. Did you guys see the tweet she made where she was like, "Why are movies all about heartbreak and sadness oh nowadays?" My God. And people were like. But doesn't heartbreak break feel good? It's like <laughs> no, because she hasn't fucking watched a single movie in an AMC ever in her life. She just got paid a million dollars for a stupid ass commercial that AMC has made me watch. I don't know, two hundred thirty-two times uh, so far. Jeez. Anyways, I'm sorry. Rant maybe over. Um, Until next time. <laughs> yeah, I just uh, I like even like Brie Larson, a person I'm not a huge fan of, and like I liked her in Twelve. She's the ter- Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, I like her in that. I like her in 12 Term Short that I just watched. It was a really good movie, and she was really good in it. I like her in Room. Um, I also, the Room? No, not The Tommy Room. Tommy Wiseau's no, no, The no. Room? No, no, it's just called Room. It's oh. a very good movie. She's really good in it. It's very tragic and disgusting, but a good movie. Um, I also hate Amy Schumer, but I just watched this movie called uh, The Humor. Amy the, Schumer's not in this fucking movie. No, no. Don't even talk about Amy Schumer. Don't are even you evoke about her to name. Get, wait, hang on. Are you, you're don't not even evoke Amy Schumer's name. Praise Amy Schumer, are you? I'm saying that I liked her in a movie called The Humans. Mm. What are we even talking about Amy Schumer for? Don't don't like don't that. Well, if you were like listening that. to us, Graham, you I don't want to hear this. Anyways, I'm saying <laughs> I can watch a, an actor or an actress I do not like and still appreciate her in that movie, uh, and I cannot do that with Nicole Kidman in this movie. 
So I don't think she was good. I can't at watch all. it. I cannot appreciate Amy Schumer in anything. She's disgusting. <laughs> She's a freak of nature. I agree with all of that. Nobody's hearing this, so it's all good. <laughs> Actually, we have people are gonna twenty thousand people listening I'm at gonna the moment. Share this. So. I'm gonna share this one. Okay. Listen, this podcast is gonna be really popular in the year twenty one seventy five. As a historical record. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For that sound and that sound alone. But okay. Uh so that was Quarrel number two. Two, one very small, second one a little bit bigger. The main one that I had a quarrel with was the fact that uh, our main character, uh, 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 Amleth. Amleth. I always uh, mix up two of the letters. Um, at the very end, he's just brutally murdering everybody, and rightfully so. Was awesome. Very Loved awesome. It. Um, and then he gets into the hut. That his that he assumes that Fjolnir is in. I'm also saying that one wrong. I'm sorry. Fjolnir. Fjolnir. Um, and his mom is able to just get the upper hand and like mm-hmm. surprise him and stab him three or four times in the back. And then the child. And then the child <laughs> is able to do it. Like that felt a, a little, a little gimmicky to me. They they had to wound him, and that's how they decided to do it. And they also needed him to kill his mother and the child. Like because they made him. Oh, he swipes clean through that child. Uh-huh. though. my goodness. Yeah, but they 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 needed to set it up because he's a good person that doesn't want to do it, and so they had to make it a reason why he has to do. It. He's getting stabbed a dozen times by that little kid. But I didn't like how they somehow were able to just surprise him. Well, that's just not. It. I don't. I, that just felt. I was, that really rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah. yeah. I feel like get, having him get injured. By all of the soldiers on the way, because it's extremely hard to solo eight warriors who are also like that would have felt like that would have made me feel a lot better than. Oh, when he kills the dude with no nose and he just slides his sword. Yeah, that was so satisfying. So, awesome. so satisfying. Well, like I wanted to kill him at the beginning of the movie. You wanted yeah. to murder him. Yeah. You want to murder a little child. Yeah. Because that's the way it was. I mean, that's the way it was. Yeah. But. Those are the those are the only things I had wrong with the movie. At the end of the day, that was it. The uh, The music. Yeah, I like, didn't think. Well, yeah, for, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was so un. It was almost unbearably loud. Everything else was so at the end. Everything what? else was oh. so. Everything else was so accurate that they. they just, I feel like they just didn't really. They were just like, okay, the the music. We don't really. They didn't really look into it. No, at all. I don't. Didn't, I don't think care. that's it. I I just think they can't. Like the, the music was. The mu- listen, the did, music was serviceable because it's still, like, because it's still a movie. You yeah, still yeah. have to like yeah. film it and have the emotional like you're like a normal movie or whatever that you make d- isn't just taking like music from that time in every single scene. Yeah. They're they're making new music to fit the emotion well, of but, that scene. People, I'll say but, I'll say here's what I'll say. One sec. I'll say the the movie that I that I know that does that the best is a night's t- a movie called A Night's Tale. <laughs> which literally well, they have we will rock you as yeah, the main anthem lit- they literally have like alternative rock music in that medieval movie and it worked because oh, that was it's one of my favorite that movies was just the vibe of the movie i mean yeah. that was but, one of my favorite but, movies man, anyway the thing though is that people don't want to hear indigenous indigenous music like because yeah. that's what that is people don't want to hear that because it's different like even today if you look at traditional music of like india or traditional music of africa or traditional music of egypt like nobody wants to hear that stuff. They like it, it. So if you look at the new Elvis trailer from Boz Lerman or whatever his name is, it's not even Elvis's music. It's like dubstepy, this incredibly <laughs> hard rock 
kind of stuff. And I'm like, that's not what he sounded like. Exactly. And because pe- people want to get hyped up when they see this kind of stuff. And so that's why the music up. is the way it is because it's testosterone filled. And it's, yeah, you got to have the. And it's like, that's not. They, they wouldn't. The Vikings wouldn't have known what that was anyway. The throat singing thing would have been, would would have been just as alien to them as it was to us. Well, and at really? the time you were talking about Christian records, like at the time, like Gregorian chant would have been the thing. And if there was any music at all, drums were satanic. There, 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 like, there would have been, there would have been um, uh, lyres, like very simple, like plucking right. plucking type like stuff. Recorders there, been, there, and, there could have been drums. There could have been horns. There would have been some like tambourine horns. kind of yeah. things. Yeah, like, there could have been horns for sure. Like, yeah, type of like Wah! like stuff like that. But like. Not there would have been clear this, tones. this throat singing like a uh, didgeridoo type stuff. Like, right, that's not that's not a thing. So and, it's just and, the way know. that we have perceived it. Yes, they they included yeah. it because it, it's it's universal. You know, people right. are going to see it as it's eliciting. A certain, it's like, it's supposed gonna, to be a weird yeah. scene, and so it's eliciting it's weird affect, emotions when you yeah. exactly. It, and that's exactly right. And that's you know he says that, and that's exactly right because a lot of this religious stuff that they're doing in the movie, they're trying to make you feel uncomfortable with it. But for me, I was watching this like horse sacrifice or whatever, and that I was, was just, actually kind of cool. I and I was just like, thing. "This is not uncomfortable for me." But the, I know that they're trying to make people who are watching this uncomfortable, because to me, I've I've taken that into my uh, knowledge, and I've also thought about like the way that we treat animals in society now, anyway, which is ten times worse than just sacrificing yeah, one 100%. horse. It's like. The the way that we treat animals now is 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 a hundred times worse than just sacrificing a horse for some religious uh-huh, ritual. Uh-huh. Like, and we look at that like it's a nightmare. Yeah, because it's just one. It's no. Because, but we, then we when look we at see, it like a nightmare because yeah. it, we're making a, s- a spectacle out of it. Yeah, like, they, it, like they are making yeah. a spectacle out of it because yeah. it's like everyone's gathered around but and we're you, like sacrificing. But in all reality, we have hundreds of thousands of cattle just lined up in these little fucking things to be. Yeah, they, they've uh, got they've milk got, to then. <laughs> they've got cap. They've got uh, blinders on so that you can slaughter them in a way that they will not be freaking out. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's we've got the most brutalistic. If those people had come if those people came to the modern world and they looked at the way that we treat animals they would they would tell you exactly why our society is so uh messed up yeah because we're treating animals like uh d- demonic we're we're like demonic spirits treating these animals the way that yeah, we do yeah but i mean we also have a population that's like 150 times the amount that yeah that's part that's part of the Probably part of the problem, yeah. honestly. Yeah, I, I know. We need a Thanos snap times four. <laughs> we need Thanos. No, I, I, don't, know, I don't know if that's good, but I, you know, it, I, it, it, that's what... It would 100... They're, I, they're playing that scary, creepy music because they want you to look at it like, oh, this is, oh, this is like scary, bad stuff yeah, happening. Right. But it's like, in reality, it's like, is this any worse than they just chopped some dude's no, head off I don't like think 10 it's, minutes ago? I don't, think it's, I, mean? I don't think it's supposed to 100% be like scary. I think it's supposed to be like, the, those, are, those are ritualistic sounds. And so it puts you in the mindset that this is a ritual. I think that's yeah, really but the, what it does. The is it scares it. people. Yeah, that's what it well, does. Okay, it's not. I suppo- mean, maybe it's it, not supposed it to. It doesn't but it, scare me. I guess. No, but exactly. I guess I, to me, I understand I was watching, what you're saying. To me, I was watching it and I was thinking to myself, like, uh, I know that this is supposed to be like uh, weird or like frightening or scary. But to me, it's like, uh, I mean, okay, like, yeah, they're sacrificing a horse, like they're I, or they're sacrificing a person, right? Even like that. They've killed thirty other people in the movie already. Like I don't know. I did like that when he when he takes the body of the mother and then the half brother to the mountain. He kill he yeah he sacrificed the horse because that's explained earlier that you like if they need if they they need to have something to ride to in Valhalla. Yeah, yeah. 
and so I did. I, did I think that was a cool little. Well, yeah. I mean, that's a, that's that's a test to in a lot of the archaeological record too. Is in in the burials they've buried people with their horses or buried people with chariots and things like that. Yeah, which is before prior to the Viking Age they had chariots. But anyway, but yeah. my number one. Boats. Well, the, boat, the boat thing. The boat thing. The boat thing is the most important. Burying people in their boats. I mean, that's. I gl- we glossed that, over. That's, that's thinking we about like over it. I mean, that's thinking about like people are sailing in the afterlife or whatever. Yeah, like they're going to be sailing in the afterlife. Yeah, they need and did did you have any idea that that was a burial? What? The Draugr, like the, the where he got the sword fight and I mean, fought I, the zombie. I mean, I assumed. You did? I also oh. just I also just played a, a level that He's was very similar to that in Skyrim. Yeah. So I was kind of exactly. like already in that mode. I, I 100% thought Skyrim, that... The Skyrim I, has a very good... I thought uh, it was a random that. like ship that had like sunk and then like a those are burials like a because then thing, i yeah. showed then i told you after they they did the they yeah. did the burial I, um they did the burial with fjolnir's son yeah they did a, they did right a boat, yeah they had a boat burial for him yeah they, they buried but, him in the boat and they, yeah they sacrificed the woman we and, we, yeah, and the woman and the yeah. horse yeah. but we didn't talk about uh the significance of the sword and the cool like things about that which we don't have to talk about it long but like graham was telling me during the movie the fact that it has a little ring yeah on the tip of on it the hilt it's a ring-hilted um, sword, which is, Anglo- is an Anglo-Saxon thing, which was from the Migration Period, which is a period in history th- probably 300 years before the Viking Age. But it's the same it's the same area. It's the same people, but it's just 300 years prior. So it's like all these people were migrating into England and like invading from uh, mainland, the continent of Europe, like uh, Germany, uh, Germ- like places like Germany, Saxony, uh, Jutland, uh, uh, Places like where modern day Netherlands and stuff like that, and like Scandinavia, they were raiding into England and taking over Celtic territories, and uh, a lot of the a lot of the weapons that they had, uh, they found that they looked just like that, where they have these rings on the on the bottom of the hilt. Right. Yeah. 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 So, so it was really cool that they like just like they specifically because, showed something that was like a different time period that. Sh- yeah. Because that was supposed to be a burial, and then on top of that, yeah. like. It was supposed to be this ancient weapon, and, and, this, it's, and, the, and, and it's, the, shi- the shield. I will also note that the shield and the ba- and the shield in that ba- in that boat burial is also uh, it has the mounts from that period too, where they've also found. And the main burial that they found is the Sutton Hoo burial in England, where they they found this shield and this sword from uh, King Redwald, which is one of these Anglo-Saxon kings from the period of uh, the migration period or whatever. Yeah, who's taking over Celtic kingdoms in the. Uh, He's a Germanic king who's migrated into England and uh, is taking over a lot of the territory in England. Yeah. And that's how England became... That's how you get English. That's how we're speaking English, basically. We would be speaking Celtic otherwise if they were not, uh, uh, you know, taken yeah. over by English people. So, Germanic-speaking so a lot uh, of languages. Really cool, like, just nippets and just a, like, one-off just scene a of how little, he gets... Yeah. How he gets a sword, sure. but your quarrels, your one quarrel, my one quarrel, which is quarrel. very personal and doesn't have anything to do with the movie, really. I wanted the guy to see was ugly. I wanted, yeah, <laughs> right. I wanted to see the feral, monstrous Amleth from the first village raid in the final battle, and I don't feel like we got that. No, I think it's because he changes as a person. Like he's progressive. That's fair, but I, I no, Ethan. There's no character development in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know that. There's yeah. no character development in this movie. But I wanted, <laughs> I wanted him to go ham. I wanted him to, to just like I wanted to see that. Intensity. He was so injured from that. Uh... And that's what I figured was he. The past like week, he has been like probably very, to, to very. Me, 
like not a lot of sleep. So you don't think that that final battle was just a fucking raw ass? It was no, cool. I did, but it's I wanted dope. that. I I felt I'll make like a note about that too. I wanted more of the feralness that we got from him in the earlier scenes because I felt like it was just more of like. You wanted a pure, brutal, like, takeover of the battle. Yeah, which I guess doesn't exactly... That's why I said it's a personal thing. And he kind of does that because he just murders, like, he, eight soldiers. Yeah, and he, like... It's more off-screen, though, like, unfortunately. Swipes his head off, like, cuts his head off at one queen, one clean swipe with an injured arm that you can, like, visibly see the cut through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was dope. Yeah. And cool. it was also showing that the, the like, dip, like, that was definitely a It was a also cult. showing Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> well, that, <laughs> that, that, him being in that position and killing F- Fjolner is a, uh, is a direct court, like, uh, callback to his father dying. His father mm-hmm. was in the same exact situation, mm-hmm. and it was showing that he was willing to outwill uh, the pain. Yeah, yeah. and and very cool. Uh, uh, yeah, you put those scenes back to back, and like it's it's like almost like it feels like shot to shot. But if, instead, if he, if he doesn't fulfill, if he doesn't fulfill that uh, fa- fatalistic mission, then the movie for me, uh, the movie for me. It doesn't suck, but it's like the ending it's of the movie. Much the worse. The movie is much worse. If, yeah. he, if he's not one hundred percent, if he's not able to kill that person, and also, uh, I mean, he dies himself. But that to me, what, and I also think if I were if I were thirteen, I that would have that would have bothered me. I would have been like, "There's not gonna, there's not going to be a sequel to this." I can't because <laughs> when I was when I was thirteen, been, that's the way I, I, what my brain was. Sure, yeah, but yeah. That's the, and I feel like that's the way that everybody who watched it really kind of was. Like, they're like, "Oh," because the people right next to me were like, "Oh, no way, he just died." It's like he's. They told you it's he's gonna the die. Fulfillment of the prophecy in yeah. the opening scene. The character who's sp- and the war and there was Odin. He's like yeah. speaking at the beginning of the movie. He's like he's gonna die. He's, you know the main character's gonna die. That's just the yeah. way it's gonna go. Yeah, which is but what I was gonna say. You this want movie him to been, fulfill the mission. The like, movie would have been just as bad if he survived. Just like it would have been just as bad if he yeah. if if he didn't kill. Fjolner. Yeah. Like, yeah. either way, the movie would have been bad. So, like, the fact that he died fulfilling his and, fate. And my, uh, my interpretation of it was that Fjolnir said that I'll see you at the gates of hell. And so when, at the end of the movie, you see that they're, they're both um, um, naked at the gates of hell or whatever, to, to me, that is the... That is the they're, both de- they're both dead already. Mm, that's fair. But to me, it doesn't matter if they're both dead already. Because in this... Uh, interpretation of this religion and this worldview, they're fighting at the gates of hell before they both enter Valhalla or whatever. Right. Like, this is going, this is like... And I suppose if the the way that they both... It's a spiritual battle no matter what. Yeah, and the way they both died, like with him being stabbed through the heart and then him getting beheaded, they both do technically die in battle still. Like, there isn't a clear victor. Yeah, and I think think the beheading is also an important thing, which will be a... Which is... uh, somewhat of a different thing. The beheading is important because the head is so important in um, these um, ancient North Atlantic uh, religions. The head is the head is the um, the seat of the soul for a lot of these North Atlantic mm-hmm. religions uh, because they they often in further back myths they they took the head as a trophy from their enemies sure. and uh it was the seat of the soul Breaking for a while. yeah i mean it was exactly it's like this cliche but it was you know and the cliche comes from a reality in life 
But I think the beheading is important because it's like, I've removed your head from your body. Right. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know if the, there's probably something more there that I haven't fully uh, fleshed out. But no, anyway, I think that it was the, the the final battle was really cool. Also, I'll make a note of uh, the fact that they did a they did a pretty realistic rendition of sh- uh, sword and shield fighting. Mm, sure. Yeah. Of that time, because you see at the time uh, he's holding the sword up over the shield. I mean, they're doing things that are seen in uh, s- some like experimental recreations of what Viking. Sword right. fights might have been like, sure. which which not a lot of people do, not a lot. Of, I mean, that's another thing that they don't that people don't really pay attention to is like how would the Vikings have fought with swords and shields that way, right? Which is you know in that battle they're doing a pretty accurate representation of the way that it might have been, yeah. Which is you know using your shield also as a weapon and also I don't know exactly how to describe it verbally, but yeah, it was very cool that's to see. Right. Fun to watch. Yeah. Well, do you guys have anything else before we I'm good, man. I'm good, man. Sweet. It's great. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thanks okay. Thanks for inviting me on. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're just gonna do the recommendation or not recommendation. Sorry. Grades. One one out of five stars. Or half a star <laughs> out of five stars. Rating. Whatever. I'm flustered. Flustered. Is it time for me? The gentleman is flustered. The gentleman is flustered. <laughs> the gentleman is flustered. The gentleman appears to be a little bit flustered. The gentleman appears to be a little bit flustered. <laughs> <laughs> what is he doing? <laughs> He's sitting in the chair. He's a little bit flustered. <laughs> Sir, what are you doing? So who talks first? You talk first? I talk first? <laughs> Record this. I'm on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I am a guest on this podcast. And now play that. That for me. I, I can't read. Yeah, sure. Let me just go ahead and pull that real yeah, quick. And, uh, <laughs> I'm a guest on this podcast now. Thank you. My throat hurts. Well, I will be clipping that, and then it will be played in future things. I okay. am now a guest on this podcast. Okay, Trevor. Four out of five. I got a bad feeling about this. Dude, Trevor changed his mind. I did. You did. What well, were you going to give it, though? Two I, out of five? I didn't have any score for it, man. I watched it, and I was like, I don't even know what to think about what I just saw. because I want to know more about that. So when I when I watch things, like it's, it helps that there's source material for me to pull from. Yeah. And this is definitely based off of a source material thing, and you guys have proven to me that this has stayed true to its original source material. And because of that, I give it a four out of five. So... Thank you. Suck on that. I appreciate you. Easton. I give it a one out of five. <gasps> just kidding, obviously. Did you hear that? All oh, the, the the audience gasped. I must give it a one out of five. <laughs> no. Because it had some weird lady in it. <laughs> Imagine if I was that brutal. I'm on Letterboxd. <laughs> I'm giving it one out of five, and then I'm writing a 32-page article about it. Oh, some of the reviews on Letterboxd are so. <laughs> I give it a one. I give it a one star, and then I write an amazing, beautiful review of it, and then you say one bad thing about it at the end. <laughs> what? Like what? My review is pretty long on this one, so I need to read. Well, it's I not as long as some of the other ones. I've okay. Seen. What was your review like? Tell me about it. I just gave you a very tell extensive review. Tell me a little review. bit about it. Just tell me a little bit about what your review was like on Letterboxd, though. I I know this is the outro, but yeah, this is the outro. And listen, you can I just, just want to hear the no, go, the news, the good news. Uh, the what good is he news? doing? He's leaving. He can't leave. Trevor has decided to leave. I'll put his headset on too. Don't worry. I'll put his headset on too. My uh, review uh, talked about um, 
how I love the historical, uh, how histor- historically appropriate, realistic, and brutal the action was. I loved all of the our, our main characters, as in, um, I still am not going to be able to say his name. Uh, Amleth. Yep. Uh, and Ethan Hawke and Alan Taylor-Joy and William Defoe. Um, yeah. I also love the brutality of the action, but that it wasn't the focus. But there's just a bunch of stuff that I've already talked about here. Yeah. So, it, 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 but I, I rate it four and a half out of five. That's awesome. Four and a half out of five. Um, so uh, if you guys have made it this far, uh, go follow Graham on uh, Twitter and subscribe to his Gumroad. Um, yeah, if you've made it this far, you're gonna like. You're gonna like. Yeah, if, if you've made if it this you far, liked, you're gonna like my um if, my stuff. Yeah, for sure. if you liked this movie at all, you're really gonna like what he has to bring to. Yeah. Uh, and just you're gonna history. enjoy the, the the new the things that are coming, which is gonna be good stuff. For, yeah. So for real, uh, at least go check out his Twitter, and if you like that, you're gonna get some real historical stuff on top of that. So yeah. go check that out. Uh, thank you guys for listening, and make sure. Wait, to- what did Graham write it? Oh me? Yeah. What did what you did I rate it? Oh, I'm gonna give it a, a beautiful rating. A beautiful rating. I'll give it a beautiful rating. That's it's the best. One of the best. I love it. It's a beautiful, beautiful. You're rating. supposed to do a half star up to five stars. What is it? Oh, uh, a beautiful rating. High rating. Is it top five? marks? Top marks. Is it five? Uh, is it four and a half? I will not. I'm not gonna really be uh, really pigeonholed into that. I'm gonna say <laughs> it's a beautiful movie. It's amazing. It's probably one of the best I've ever seen. I love it. Okay. And for me personally, if you like me, if you look at me and you say, "Hey, this is a cool guy." Uh, and you want to talk to me and you want to say, hey, uh, you're going to like this movie. Okay, sweet. Well, that's a uh, rating <laughs> slash non-rating. but it's a, fi- it's a five out of five. Oh, on, there we on. go. We got it it's out, a five out of five. eventually. If I've ever seen a movie that's a five out of five, it's this one, man. Sweet. Okay. Well, you got all of our reviews. We all very much liked it, especially with the historical context that Graham was able to provide. Thank you, Graham, for coming on. And thank you guys for listening. Um, we will see you guys next week for whatever the fuck we decide to do. Okay. Star Wars. Bye. It's episode three. <laughs> Revenge of the Sith. We can do that. That's fun. We can do it. We did it.